You like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Jeepers, is it noon already? Actually, it's uh, three minutes past noon. But again, you know how we roll here. We're doing our show on our time and our dime. And some of your dimes, too. We're dropping dimes. We're dropping whatever we can. All the knowledge, all the fun, all the games, all the frivolity that is. Tony Bruno Live. I've got the matching blue and blue shirt on today. Ooh, I'm blue on nice. blue. Um, blue, da, da, dee, da, da, da. Remember that dumb song? I, I, that is, don't start it because uh, you'll blue, never get da, it out of anybody's head. I have a purple pen, though, so I can't find I have to find a blue pen. We're underway on twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live from the wine cellar in South Philadelphia. Not you didn't very say far, it right. South Philadelphia. There you go. That's how Jim Gardner, the local legendary anchorman, on ABC Six in Philly, he's been on the air here for like a hundred years, but he still can't say Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Then again, the mayor can't say Philadelphia either, except he spells it T A X. Mayor Jim Kenny, my favorite guy, my favorite politician. Meanwhile, we got all kinds of stuff. Robin, Miss Robin is here. We got baseball. We got hockey action. We got NBA. We got Lent. As it's Wednesday, it's Holy Week. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I hate to use this term to ratchet it up as we go to Lent for anybody who's a Catholic. Tomorrow, shit starts getting real on, on Holy Week. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, I don't believe like that's a, what my mother would say yeah. or the priests would say. Shit start, it's, tomorrow's Holy it like Thursday. A, it's like a ramp up, right? Yeah, it's been going on for a while. Since Ash Wednesday after Fat Tuesday, that's when it starts, as you know. People just think they're drinking holidays. You know, Fat Tuesday is a, a big party atmosphere because that's when Lent starts. That's when you so how start did, fasting. How did the drinking become a part of? It's Fat how does Tuesday. drinking become part of every holiday? How does drink? How did drinking become part of St. Patrick's Day? How did green beer and the Chicago River being tinted green over a holiday over a uh, a, a, a a priest or a saint who chased the snakes out of Ireland? Where, where did snake? Why do you have to drink beer after you chase the snakes out of Ireland? Well, let me let me just back up again to Fat Tuesday. So if, if I'm it's understanding, Mardi Gras. it's it's the you no. Know, but what if I'm understanding the process is that you got to trust the process, including the Catholic processes, which have been changed from time to yes. time to keep interest going. But if you so if you're Catholic and you know that you're going to be um, uh, giving up. All these foods for Lent. You don't have to give. You're only supposed to give up one thing. Give up whatever okay, the hell you want. But on Fat Tuesday, you overindulge so that you then are able to carry yourself through. Is that the no? Idea? It's not like the bears going into hibernation for the <laughs> winter and they they gorge up because they don't. There's no food sources in the winter time for bears when they live in cold climates and they have to go live in a, sleep in the cave and they go into hibernation. You know, as much as people like to sleep and become couch potatoes. We as humans don't really go into full hibernation. 
We may sit on our couches and become fat, slovenly, lazy bastards in the cold of winter, but we still get up and go eat. And we eat more and we get fatter, unlike the bears who use their body fat to feed their systems when they're in hibernation. They don't have to get up and go to a snack and get to go get Oreos and a glass of milk from the refrigerator during winter like we do. And I speak we collectively for all of us out there. Although, um, e, or f- how would you pronounce that? Erfluck07 says that <laughs> we are the two sexiest mofos on radio. Well, I mean, that goes without 2019. saying. I don't know if I would totally go there, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, take sexy it. doesn't necessarily mean like the prettiest people because I'm not I'm not a pretty person, but I am I am pretty inside. You know, I was having this conversation with Luigi just the other day. Why would you have that conversation with Luigi? Well, because he was talking about how a woman had said that he was hot. And I replied with, well, yeah, you're a really good looking guy. Exactly. And he says, no, hot doesn't mean good looking. And I said... Well, actually, good-looking, if you're good-looking, it doesn't mean that you're hot. Correct. But if you're hot, it kind of incorporates good-looking into exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, there's, I'm not tremendously good-looking, but I'm pretty much hot as far as my demeanor, my personality. Okay. I'm more likable because I no, make women I li- Women like me, not because I'm good-looking. Women like me over the years because, A, I'm funny, somewhat intelligent. Uh, I enjoy life. Those kinds of things. Well, I think I'm very that friendly. Hot, there's a difference between hot and sexy. All right, we're not going to break that down today, are we? Well, but I, mean, I we're think... still trying to get through drinking in association with holidays. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter what Cinco de Mayo is a drinking holiday, right? Yes, of course. St. Patrick's Day's, Valentine's Day. I mean, not that you go out and get wasted on Valentine, but you go out and have a nice dinner and a, you know, champagne, whatever. Every single holiday. And it doesn't matter what your religion is or what, even if you're not religious at all, even if you're an atheist or a satanic worshiper, even Satan worshipers have some sort of indulgence when they're doing their Satan worshiping things, whatever they are. But I still want to know what Fat Tuesday, I mean, you're Catholic. Fat Tuesday is the the traditional start of the Lenten season. Yeah, but why is it called Fat Tuesday? It's It's Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, because Mardi Gras was, the actual term Mardi Gras means... That's the day, the last day you get get fat. But you're not going out and gorging. You're going out and you're celebrating. You're celebrating the fact that Lent starts tomorrow. So this is the last. It's like when people, it's like New Year's Eve. What's everybody do? It's not a religious thing. Tomorrow I'm going to start my diet. And then people go join the gym on January 1st, go for a couple of weeks, and then don't show up again. It's like you're going to make a commitment that this is going to be, and then in the religion, the Christian religion, Mardi Gras symbols the start of Lent because then it's Ash Wednesday and Catholics get the ashes on their right. head. So that's the Lenten season. You have, you know, we have uh, Passover. That's another season. It's not exactly the same every year, but right. certainly the dates change. But there's Passover, there's Ramadan and the Muslim religion. So all religions have these traditions. And most of them have to do with food as, for, as part of it. Right. But we incorporate not just food, we incorporate alcohol. But the other holidays that I mentioned, because obviously Lenten is more, it, for the Christian world is like the most sacred and solemn time. Yes. You know, Holy Thursday, Good Friday. I remember Good. We're going to be on the air Good Friday from noon to three. When I was a kid, Good Friday came. You weren't allowed to have the radio or TV on between noon and three because that was the supposed time when Jesus was nailed to the cross and died for our sins. 
your sins, not mine. He didn't die for my sins. You couldn't have any electronics. Right. I mean, it was like, don't turn the TV on. No radio on. Noon to three, everybody had to be cool. And this is, I mean, nobody does that anymore for the most part. I do love how, how all religions have found little loopholes yes. to get around. It's like a government. I mean, you know, the IRS, whenever there's a new tax law, trust me, the people who are smart and rich and have good accountants, they, they're looking for one thing and one thing alone, loopholes. Now, We're all favorite, looking for loopholes. The, my favorite new loophole that I found out about, um, which I did on the West Coast, is not as prevalent. But because there's a very large Jewish population here on the East Coast, um, stoves have a Sabbath option. For those of you, I did not know this. What do you mean a Sabbath option? So it in in certain um, Orthodox Jewish faiths, they um, that you are not allowed to cook on the Sabbath. Right, and the Sabbath is Saturday. Saturday. Right, and it's so, Sunday in the Christian world. Right, you're although because- in some parts of the Christian world, the Sabbath is Saturday. Like we, we saw a couple buses in the Home Depot lot the yeah, other Seventh day. Seventh Day Adventist. Right, that said the uh, Washington Adventist. There's a, there's a college in Washington, a university that's an Adventist. And I said, Adventist, what's the, And then Robin looked it up. And the Adventists, even though they're Christians, they believe that the Sabbath is Saturday, not Sunday. Right. So, again, well, I'm not but here I, to break to, down religion. Go I ahead. Wanna, I just want to say the stove thing because I think this is one of those loophole things which I think is hysterical and really, really brilliant. Um, they have a Sabbath option on the stove. So if you are not allowed to cook on a certain day, you can push the button and set something. Set it and forget set it? Set it and forget it. Is and this then, a Ron Paul Peel uh, so prior grill to thing? The, yeah, so prior to the Sabbath, you put everything that you need to cook on the stove, and then you, you're not allowed to touch, you're not allowed to turn on any electronics, you're not allowed to start a fire, you're not allowed. But if you don't touch it, Hey, it just happened. So they have a special. Wow, that's yes. an that's an absolute. Is that fraud? <laughs> I hate to do it to. That was one of my favorites. I was like, really? That's an actual setting. It's kind of brilliant, and it's a fantastic loophole. But it is a loophole. But a lot, you know, people maintain. There are old school people maintain the religious things. A lot of really devout Christians, devout Jews. You know, Orthodox Jews, you can't get any more devout than that. Yeah. In fact, when we were looking at a house when we moved back to Philly from L.A., that house we so went bad. to this one beautiful house up in, in Drexel Hill, yep. and they had two separate kitchens yep. because the family, part of the family was Orthodox, and so you couldn't cook on one stove. You can't mix the, you know, right. the, were, the they, meat they, and that. They so they had kosher. separate dishwashers, separate refrigerators, uh, refrigerators. Ovens, yeah, everything separate because everything. that's the way... They maintain kosher. Right. You can't mix the food. You can't even use the same stove, the same pots, the same forks, mm-hmm. the same plates, yeah, the same is, anything. If uh, Correct me out there if I'm wrong, but one is anything that has to do with meat. And, and the and, other uh, one is if anything with milk, because you're not allowed to combine right. anything with dairy or milk. So, for example, you couldn't have a nice Taylor pork roll sandwich with some you Gouda cheese. You can't have cheese. a hamburger and cheese. Uh, no, I'm talking about now. I'm talking about the ultimate uh, sin. Tail, nice Taylor pork roll, which obviously is a pork product, which is verboten. Right. And a nice piece of Swiss cheese or Gouda melted on top on a nice toasted bun and then a glass of milk. Big no-no. To wash it down. Nope. Nope. You may actually you, you break into flames if you were to do that if you were Orthodox so. too, right? I think so. It's like it's like when I was a kid. My mom was like, "I'm Italian, old school Italian, very Italian to this day." At ninety four and three quarters, approaching her ninety fifth birthday, 
She did the whole thing on Good Friday. No radio, no TV, no laughing in the house, none of that no, stuff. No phone calls? No phone calls. We didn't have a phone when I was a young punk well, You had kid. like a party phone, right? Yeah, but you weren't allowed to do anything. You had to shut it down. You went into radio, TV. You you imagine nowadays with everybody oh with a phone. With, nobody could put no. their phone down for five seconds. Could you imagine observing total silence on Good Friday between noon and 3 p.m. anywhere on earth? I can't in this imagine you doing it back then. That, that had we didn't be, have phones. But I, I imagine you sneaking out the basement. Plus, what was on the, what was on in the TV? The only thing on, on TV back in the day, between one and three, was soap operas. But I mean, so there wasn't like, kiddie shows started after three, like cartoons and right. the after school stuff that we did as little kids when you come home and I watch do remember Popeye and Sally Star. There was a, a period of about nine months when my mother and I came back to the United States and we stayed in California. And I do recall staying home from school, and the only thing on TV was um, soap opera, and I, that's when I started watching General Hospital. On Good Friday, but see, you weren't oh, really no, religious. No, I was, no. exactly. By the way, Dark Shadows, another great show. Remember Dark yes. Shadows, the soap that was the yeah the vampire. sexy vampire soap opera that became the rage in the afternoon. I remember that? Absolutely. By the way, uh. Yeah, in Oakland, I believe it is this. That Shabbat setting is Shabbat or Sabbath setting, Sabbath. not Shabbat. No. Shabbat is right. Friday, but the sub- Sabbath Absolutely. setting. I don't know. Can you? So I go, we can go over to Lowe's afterwards and see if there's a Sabbath setting on on the new look stove. Our stove that we purchased. Is there a Sabbath had, setting on it? No, had a Sabbath setting option, but we got the floor model because we got it dirt cheap. Is there really a yes. on any? There's there on the stoves. It says Sabbath setting yes. on it. Yes. I've never seen that. I. What about the refrigerators when you touch it and it shows you what you need because you're too, because you can't possibly open the door to see whether you need milk. You have to touch the outside touch screen to see if you need uh, milk, butter, or eggs. That's just stupid. By the way, uh, the Orthodox Jews now can't even tear paper towels or turn on electric switches during the... Uh, yeah, no light, so they, got that, they have to have candles. It's an outrage, man. It's an Ooh, outrage. We have a subscriber. Who's your mic? So this is so funny because I just started this little thing. I love that sound. I I feel like I'm in a casino and I just got the Wheel of Fortune spin. You know when it goes ding, wheel. The thing is, I I can't change this. This this was a default setting and it has the little zombie and then it has that noise. And I said yesterday, those things don't really match really well. The zombie should be a, so like I should be able to have, okay, if you're having a zombie, then it should be the sound. By the way, Bob from Valley Forge, one of our sickest and best listeners over the years, he just uh, checks in on the board. He says, you can't even watch Genital Hospital on Pornhub on Good Friday. <laughs> genital Hospital. <laughs> if there isn't a Genital Hospital, there should be. Absolutely. There should have been 30 years ago, back when porn yes. was just starting to develop into the psychosis of America. But anyway, By that's way, enough about the holiday. So everybody has a holiday, and, and every holiday, regardless of its religious consequences, consequences, regardless of your religion, there's always drinking involved. Yes. But, the, but most of it's frivolous drinking. As I mentioned, Cinco de Mayo. People who not have, don't even, couldn't say one word in Spanish are all of a sudden, you know, drinking uh, margaritas and eating guac at great restaurants. In fact, we may be doing a Cinco de Mayo show again up there in, in uh, King of Prussia, right? 
at yes. Cantina Laredo. Yeah, actually, we're I working need to call on that. Brian, the fi- fabulous Brian. Yeah, because it's already April seventeenth. We're a couple of weeks away from I have Cinco so de Mayo. So much on my plate. Me too. But we can't eat it except on Good Friday. But we'll have a Good That's Friday. Insane. We'll have a Lenten food option update yes. too on the show today. Yes. There are certain people who wonder: Can you eat this? Can you eat that? You know, you can give up what you want. Supposedly, you're not supposed to eat meat on Fridays, and then the Catholic Church changed it that you could eat meat on Fridays, but not during Lent. So if you eat meat on Fridays during the Lenten season, you're pretty much you're pretty much getting a first class ticket to hell. In fact, not only am I getting a first class ticket to hell with all the violations I've I've incurred. I, yeah, I think that you. I'm going to get long standing. I think Elon Musk is going to pick me up and put me on his uh, SpaceX thing. Is that his? The SpaceX? Is that Elon no. Musk? No, that's I know Trump. he's the Tesla guy. SpaceX is all Trump. No, no, that Space Force is Trump. SpaceX is a rocket that's the private rocket ship. It has nothing to do with Trump. What's the matter with you, Robin? SpaceX is the privately funded uh, rocket ship because NASA, we don't spend money on, on rockets anymore for the most part. SpaceX, I believe, is, is one of those inventions that are supposed to take, take regular people up to space when you pay $80,000 or whatever for a couple of minutes in space. Uh... I believe I'm right here, Robin. You're going to doubt my knowledge? No, Trump came up with Space Force, that term, which is basically Space the Air Force. X. It's a rocket. Uh, on Thursday, April 11th, Falcon Heavy launched the Arabsat 6A satellite from Launch Complex 39A at NASA's Kennedy Space Center. Yes, they use, a, they use our launch pads, but, they're, but NASA's not making these anymore. Oh. SpaceX, come on, Robin. We're, see, that's why when you're watching dumb shows and I'm watching Science Channel at night, that's why I know all this shit. You don't know anything about technology. or sp- You know all this stuff about setting up our Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. You are so right, Tony. Of Bruno. course I'm right. SpaceX's CEO, Elon Musk. All right. And he also has Tesla, obviously. But SpaceX is a privately funded, if you want to go to the moon in the future, go to Mars. Or you want to go see your anus, you can pay to go do it. Usually, as uh, people pay me to see their anus. <coughs> and my doctor is going to be seeing my anus very soon when I go back in for another uh, exam. You know who's my gonna, whose doctor is going to see his anus very soon? Who? Jervis, Jervis Peterson. He is going to be turning 50 this year in November. And you know what 50 means? Uh, colonoscopies? Exactly right. Jervis looks like he's... 35 years old. He, ne- he he's, I did this last night because we went to the great Foodie Chats event up in the Two Liberty Place, up on the 37th yeah. floor of the Observation Room. It's actually a lounge, the Observation Tower of Liberty Place Gorgeous. in Center City. I posted some photographs. Yeah, no, we had a good time there. We saw a lot of great friends there, Homemade Delicious Company, and uh, Jervis Peterson, the original Survivor, Tony Luke. I mean, mm-hmm. the name of the list, uh, Corner Pub Ron was there, a lot of great people. Then we get together all the time and eat, drink, and be merry. But anyway, uh, that was a great time last night. Foodie Chats. And the Foodie Chats gang from Chicago are in town enjoying the great foods and the great tourism sites in Philadelphia, the history of this town. So it's always good to do that. But, then, I'm, you know, I'm not a rocket science, Rob, scientist, but I am blinding you with science, as our good buddy Ochi568 says. In fact, Thomas Dolby, I think, who died not that long ago, was the original, he blinded me with science. Did he die, Thomas Dolby? I'll have to look it up. People think he created the Dolby sound system, but he's not. He was just a rocker, and he did that song, Blinded Me with Science. You remember that? It was a huge hit. Blind- he blinded no, no, no. me with science. It was a 
synthesized song. The guy's name was Thomas Dolby, and that was a song he he blinded me with science. No, it was Thomas Dolby, Robin. Again, don't question my musical knowledge or my science knowledge. Screw Bill Nye. I've forgotten more about science than he does. But I never had an afternoon TV show where I pretended that I was really a science guy. Then he says he's partially a science guy. Thomas Dolby, she blinded me with science. Uh, let's see, is he still I think alive? he passed away, if I'm not mistaken, mm. in the last couple of years. I could be wrong, and I hope he's not dead. Because I don't think there's many... A lot of people do blind me, especially if you're a techno guy or if you're an electronic music person. Have they done a remix yet? Oh, I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm talking about like the, the DJs who do like these club remixes. Because that's not really the kind of techno that they play in clubs now. You know, I'm more he's of a... still alive. Okay, good. And he's 60 years old. Beautiful. That's science, man. By the way, we got some great updates coming up today, too. Before I got to get down to the sports rundown, we will ask her the question today. Who's dirtier? And I don't mean in a good way dirty. You know, because there's some dirty girls and you say, oh, she's dirty, which means good. Or dirty boys yes. or nasty boys or nasty girls. Who's dirtier? Your dog or your hipster bearded friend, family, son, daughter, husband with a beard? Because not just hipsters have well, beards. Well, you have a beard. Yeah, I've had my beard forever. So it's not a hipster thing. Although hipsters and people now, there are more men with beards than ever. That's why Gillette's desperate to try to sell uh, razors to women. Because guys aren't shaving anymore, right? Yeah. And now everybody has a beard for the most part, even chicks. But they at least try to trim it. <laughs> but no, I no. Tr- I try not to have a beard. And not only do guys have beards now, I mean, at a, probably more so. I, I think the last time there was this... These many guys with beards it was probably in the in the uh, in the days of when nobody shaved in the days of Jesus B.C. and A.D. and all those other things, right? Yeah, because everybody had a beard because guys didn't they didn't go to the they, you know they didn't have they didn't lovely have except for the Romans and all those other decadent people who were taking over the world and raping and pillaging and Caligula and all that stuff. I think most of the people in Caligula had to shave because you know when they were doing their orgies they didn't want to have any kind of rug burn on the chicks. Well, there were different cultures. Like, the Jews didn't <laughs> shave very much, but the Romans did. And I think that there's even, like, Orthodox Jews, they're not supposed to cut their hair, right? That's why they, or... They're, I, I don't know. Why don't, but this is not becoming a... Reli- we're not doing religious... I'm just religious saying that you, were, you brought it up. I know, so. but I, I'm bringing up a lot of stuff. I brought up SpaceX. This is a stream of consciousness opening segment, Robin. But anyway, the question is, when we get to this update, who's dirtier, your dog or your husband, son, hipster friend, millennial friend, pretty much anybody you know? There's nobody in anybody's family who does not have a, a beard, at least one person, yeah, right? Beards are, beards are definitely in. It's, I mean, and not just, not just you know, the, the, the tightly trimmed stuff, but I'm talking about monstrous right. beards now. Yeah. I've never had a beard, but I've been a beard. Well, who hasn't? <laughs> I mean, come on. You've been a beard. <laughs> Have you been my beard by any chance? <laughs> For a while, I think you were my beard. Well, I don't think you were ever trying to hide your sexuality. No, I wasn't. No. I put it on display for but all I, to but see I, and love. in high school, I was a I don't DM friend. my sexuality, though, unless you ask for it. And if you're a male. No. I mean a female. I don't DM uh, Bully private 77 parts. Mustang, AJ in San Antonio <laughs> says, Hey, what's up? It's AJ in San Antonio, and I have a beard. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you look around. How many guys that you see nowadays walking around do not have beards. It's rare. That they don't have a beard. Right. Absolutely. So we'll get into the your dog or your bearded friend. Who's dirtier? 
We'll have that breakdown. More science on this show. You don't have to go to the Science Channel. And I'll have a very, very personal uh, story about beards and dogs also coming up on the show today. Yes. I'm going to get emotional, I know. It's hard. Is this when you lived in Cincinnati for a brief period of time? I didn't live in Cincinnati. I lived in Indiana. Yes, you did. For this story, you did. Oh, okay. I lived in Cincinnati for this story. <laughs> so just nod and say yes, Tony. Okay, I did. Because I, I don't like to lie about where I lived. Yeah, I know. I lived in Indiana. But for this story, okay. you lived in Cincinnati just right. briefly. Well, I've been to Cincinnati many times. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have... Um, what did I tell you yesterday about Tiger Woods? Anything that he has, the memorabilia we talked about, oh, yeah. his back, his putter sold for 86. Guess what now is on eBay? Go to eBay and look at the Tiger Woods stuff and how much it's gone up oh, now. It is probably skyrocketing. The, there is a Tiger Woods 2001 SP Authentic Gold Rookie Card signed that was just put up on eBay. And I think that it's closed. Guess how much it went up to? How Guess how much the bidding was? There were 63 bidders. Okay. Just take a guess. Okay, what was the starting bid? I don't you know? know. I didn't okay. see. I only saw. I only saw Tiger Woods memorabilia okay. going okay. crazy, and we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. This was a 2001 gold rookie RC car, rookie card, authentic gold, and it was signed by Tiger Woods because they didn't. He didn't sign a lot of them. That's why I said my son's golf yeah. ball, my son's baseball with Tiger Woods autograph on it from 1999. It's worth Boku bucks. The Tiger Woods card, just this one card, where the I think the bidding ended last night. $34,200 for a Tiger Woods rookie card. Yeehaw. And now you look at all the people who have that 2001 card. Most of them are not signed. They're still getting five figures for that baby. Wow. So this card probably when it came out, you know, maybe 100 bucks because Tiger was red hot back then. And most people didn't buy golf cards. You know, they bought baseball and football and basketball right, cards. Right. But this Tiger Woods card, and all of the Tiger Woods memorabilia that you have from the past uh-huh. is going through the roof now because of his comeback. So a lot of people are going to I'm going to I got to call my son Chris and see cuz I need some cash. I don't have a uh, structured settlement, but I need cash now. So I'm not going to call JG J- Wentworth 877 cash now. 877 cash now. That is good JG Wentworth knowledge right there Tony Bruno. Exactly right. It's so funny because every time I see that, the newer one, not so much, but the older one where they had the, the guy, the really heavy set guy. The an opera singer, but like and a Viking. Just in a Viking. Yeah, Robin, you know yeah, him. Yeah, he, he is a, now a theater director in Arizona. Beautiful. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of great comments on the, on the stream chat. If you'd like to participate and be live on the show and streaming and we read your comments on the air live. Just go and follow the Tony Bruno Show. All you got to do to go is twitch.tv slash Live on Twitch. Once you get in there, you follow the show. Yes. It doesn't cost you anything. You just It's like when you follow somebody follow on Twitter, follow somebody on Instagram, all the other stuff. Then you can subscribe to the show, and you can do it for free if you have Amazon Prime, and you click on, you'll see the red button on the page, Correct. Amazon Prime. You click it. You subscribe, it's free. I think you can also go, like, you can either click on the red button that's below in all of our info Mm -hmm. with merchandise and all that, but you can also click on it if you see the purple star, or no, purple heart, excuse me, purple heart above, you can click on that, and that should give you the option of either subscribing for, by purchasing it, 
or subscribing via your um, Amazon Prime account. And it's just, it's just take, it's linking. So what they're going to ask you to do is link your Amazon Prime with Twitch Prime. And then after you've linked it, then it'll say, hey, which show do you want to follow with your Prime account or subscribe to? And then you put down Bruno Nation Live. And you only get one. Per month. Per month. And but you and have so, to, and you have to if you, if you're utilizing that option, your Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime link, then you need to resubscribe every single month, but it's just clicking the button. It's exactly. not a big deal. So you get it for free and you get all the other action like last night we did a couple of prime we did a couple of hits on yeah, my phone. Well, well I apologize and that was just the internet issue. Yeah, right the cell sir. Up you, on you the thirty seventh floor. Thirty seven floors up. The Comcast buildings, the two main com, and I know they don't transmit from the Com. That that's their corporate headquarters here in Philadelphia. They should, but we're like a block away from Comcast's main buildings. We could see it, and you can't get good cell service yeah. on the thirty seventh floor with windows everywhere. It's not like we were locked into a concrete so, building. We had glass everywhere. It was a it great was view up no there. No cell service except for like one short bar. So I didn't even bother trying to go live with cell. But um, then I tried with the Wi Fi that they offered there and it was crappy as you could see so that's how come those videos are really crappy but i did do a regular video that i'm going to post afterwards now here's the thing right if you are a subscriber right then you have access to all those special types of videos um you have access to the archives you have access to Anything that we post on there that is not live, except any kind of nudity or, or the well, you know, they won't allow that anyway. Home personal uh, porn, any of that right. stuff. No, nothing, nothing. Naked. I was speaking of. I was warned that the update that we did yesterday about all the crazy festivals all over right. the world and the fact that I had an image of the Kawasaki um, penis festival. That Which is a legit thing. It's a legit, I mean, it wasn't. We're not trying to put. We don't post smutty. penis pictures. But in in that in that parade, there are women. Right. There are gigantic penis statues. Right. But you're not allowed to post any kind of sexual content on Twitch. And so I. So was it was warned. a news thing. It's like when people curse on television. Like if somebody's at a reporter's at an event or at a, at a tragedy or a story right. or a fire, and or some kind of protest, and somebody in the heat of the moment drops an f bomb on TV. That station doesn't get in trouble with the FCC because it's not something that was planned. Right. So nobody's planning to go on and curse. If they do, luckily they have a seven-second delay, and they cut it before it goes on right. the air. But there are a lot of times where you hear profanity, like at the Masters. Right. One of the golfers, I think, I believe it was John Rahm, hit a bad shot, and he cursed. And then the CBS announcer said, well, we apologize right. for that. Now because this, they couldn't cut it in time because it was live. In this one, I didn't think that this, because it wasn't, a real human. I mean, it's just a, yeah, it was a statue of a big representation penis. of, and um, it was part of a news story and it's in Japan where they really do that. Yeah. And children are there. I mean, it's, it's exactly. a family thing. So I didn't think it was going to be that bad. So hopefully we won't get flagged for that because if we do, then they could suspend the account for seven days. Yes. We don't want to go in seven day. I've had that happen to me on Twitter when Jack gets all uh, uppity and then decides that you, Said something wrong, which I didn't, and I and I got put into a Twitter timeout. Yes. You know what it was for my my birthday, because something happened on my account. Uh-huh. Actually, you know what it is? You have your birth. You can put your birthday on right, Twitter, right, 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 right. and I and I it wasn't the right birthday, so I changed it to my right birthday on there. Uh huh. And when I changed it. Twitter blocked me out claiming that I had no proof of my age and I was trying to oh, change right. my age and therefore they suspended my account for a week 
Be- until right. I proved to them. Because they, they said that you could not prove that you were over the age of 18. Exactly. Yeah. I've been on Twitter since 2009. And, and you're verified. And I'm verified on Twitter. Yeah. We went to Twitter headquarters. It's easy to find out how old I am. All they have to do is Google it. I think they have Google at the Twitter headquarters in on San Twitter. Francisco oh. on Market Street. And so I went through a week of can't tweet. I can't do anything. And again, I survived it. It's not like my life goes to hell when I'm not on Twitter. It just goes into purgatory. Yes. And so I had to prove to Twitter. I had to make a copy of an ID with my actual birth information on it and then send it to them before they before they agreed yeah. that, yes, my birthday is actually the birthday that I put and on there. By the way, it wasn't anything that you had done. It was somebody that uh, reported you saying that they thought that you weren't really who you said you were. Right, and, and we're like, how is that even possible? He he's verified. Like, yeah, there you, are trolls on there who try to find people and screw them over. Process is not that easy. No, and again, this is not I'm bragging about being verified. I mean, no, but it's the, just, the reason we got I got verified because Robin and I actually marched to Twitter headquarters in San Francisco years ago, I'm wanting verified. to know why I wasn't verified despite having a lot. And then they, we were told, and one of the employees actually contacted us. Yep. Not in the building because we weren't allowed in there. I know. It was almost like Fort Knox. We walked in there and they're like, <laughs> what? You don't get up to go up. And Twitter's on the, on the, on the higher floor. It's yeah. not, so in the lobby, they have armed guards. Yeah. And, and there's several different uh, businesses in the same building. Right. That, but Twitter so that, runs most of the building. Yes. It's the but one it, with the bird there on Market, South like, Market Street. Said, Isn't there like. A front desk, and they're like, right. "Oh no, no, you can't go up there." Anybody like, I can see in PR or something? Nobody, no. And then I tried to pull that. Do you know who this is? <laughs> I didn't pull that. But no, the funny I thing did. is, we documented this all on video. Yes, we shot a. How, let's go to San Francisco. We were there anyway, but while we're in San Francisco, let's march on Twitter headquarters. We weren't protesting. No. We weren't. The, it was supposed and, to be funny. Yeah, we didn't wear masks and go in there and start chanting and going crazy or busting stuff up. We just wanted to go in there and get answers. Answer, sort of like a Mike Wallace type yep. 60 Minutes thing. What does it take? to go to Twitter and talk to somebody about the verification process. Well, it took a lot more than just going to Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because we basically got the bums rushed. They were nice. It wasn't like, get these sons of bitches we, out of here. So so let's just recap. So we go there, get the bums rushed from the security guards. They're like, you can't even, there's nobody, nope. Can't I had a couple anybody. of names, too, of people that I was. Can't call, can't do nothing. And so what I, Tony was like, okay, let's just go. And I said, no, we're here, and I'm going to find somebody. And so, so we chained ourselves to the radiator in no. the lobby. No, so we didn't, actually. what I did was as people were coming out for their lunch breaks mm-hmm. or their smoke breaks or whatever, I would look at their, their name tags and see if it said Twitter on there. And if anybody was wearing a Twitter name tag, I would run up to them and said, hey, and explain who I was. I'm like, you don't by any chance know who Tony Bruno is, do you? And then I found one guy. Um, after about three or four people that came out, they're like, oh, I love Tony Bruno. It's like, he's here. Can he talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun. We have it all on tape. We got to put that together and uh, do the whole story, the visual. Yeah, it was pretty funny. The video escapades of marching on Twitter. And I call it marching, but we were there and it was fun. Yeah, it was funny. And then, you and then went- one of the employees got yeah. in touch with me and both of us. And then we t- he told us this is yeah. the process. Even though there's no actual, you don't fill out any paperwork. What they did is there were so many people who had a lot of followers that were complaining that because they had followers, therefore they should be not- uh, verified. But that's not how it works. Well, it, originally it, it did. It was. Initially it did. Yeah. Like people with a million followers. Right. Originally, uh, I think it if you reached 5,000 followers or something like that, then you would get a check mark. But then so many people were doing that that they did away with that. 
And then um, it was only if you were in a movie or on a regular television show. Right. They didn't count. Because radio. a lot of radio people are on Twitter and right. they're not verified. But now you're seeing like people who work for big companies. Right. Like Entercom or iHeart. Yeah. If they're on a radio station and they're on the so air. they have a corporate account. Yeah. Their, their, their bosses get them verified. So you'll see all your favorite radio and TV people who are verified because they can prove that this person works at a radio station. There's a lot of fake accounts using my name and a lot of other people's names. And that's why I was verified because I was on national radio and TV and I was doing ESPN television. So there was like, what's your, you know, you're not doing a full-time radio show at the time. uh, So why would you be verified? I said, well, I was doing Keith Olbermann's show. and, And so they finally verified me. And that was nice. It's not like a badge of honor. And then I had all these people, once I got verified, complaining (laughs) to me that, how are you verified, but I'm not verified. Well, because we we did the research. We did the legwork. Exactly. To find out why. And then they did it. But not everybody who's going to. And That's people were like yelling because we told the story before. Well, could I go there and do the same thing? I said, no, that's not how it works. (laughs) There's no verification desk at Twitter headquarters. Now, Jack doesn't even respond to me. And Jack suspended me. For my birthday debacle. Well, that's because somebody somewhere was not happy with you, and so they decided to like make your life difficult. Exactly. Uh, the Swedish Chef 2019 says, you were in Madden 05, 06, and 07. Give that man a check mark. You're damn right. Now, I never play that card, but that's, that's the joke. Do you know who I am stuff, which some celebrities use? Yes. I've never used that because I'm not a celebrity. You don't use it, but I use it on your behalf. Exactly. Now... Let's get down to the real business, Robin, because yeah. we've been uh, kibitzing here. Kibitzing. For 40 minutes. Word. Or is it kibitzing? Kibitzing. Are you sure it could be either one, I think, or no. either one? I don't know. I think it's kibitzing, but we'll get an update. You know what comes up tonight? It's a very, very special day, Robin, because this is something that's going to happen later tonight. It's already being released. It's one of those things that's not supposed to be released until a certain time. 8 o'clock tonight. The NFL Network. Live. Many grown men all over the country, including here in the Philadelphia area, will be sitting around with that beautiful, you know, the little pump jar of uh, lubricant (laughs) as the NFL schedule is released for the upcoming season. And it's a big day for me because every year we would do this, Harry Mays and I, whoever my partners were, bring that up a little bit, Robin. I need the the essence of I'm mixing, Tony. I can hear, no, it's too low. Well, that's your problem, not mine. No, I understand the difference between balance between the, the man, the person talking, and the background music. We're not drowning me I out. No, but there is a difference between what's going. Just on. relax right now. I know what I'm doing. So tonight at eight o'clock, we know who, for example, the Philadelphia Eagles. We know every team knows who they're going to play. We already know the yes. opponents. All we find out is the dates. The dates. So, for example, if you're an Eagles fan. You're sitting there again with your lotion and potion and all the other things. Right. And then you know, okay, when will the Eagles be going to Minnesota? Because they're playing the Vikings this year at Minnesota. And then you can book your flights. Exactly. When are they playing the Atlanta Falcons? Because we know they're playing in Atlanta this year. Right. When will they play Miami, the Dolphins? And that'll be a popular trip because everybody likes to go to Miami. Yeah. Benvenidos on Miami. Green Bay. When will the Eagles play at Green Bay at Lambeau Field? You know, in Green Bay, to me, we talk about you know Augusta National being a shrine to golf. Green Bay is a actual living football shrine. Best experience I've had going to a football game 
was at. And it's not because it's the most modern or the seats are ultra comfortable or there's luxury suites and boxes. Right. It's, it's the football experience. It's the closest thing to a college football feeling that there is in the NFL. Now, I know there's a lot of other great fan bases. The Cleveland Browns are fans are great. You know, Seattle's a great environment. There's a lot of great buildings. But the Green Bay is a great place to go. If you've never been to Green Bay, I recommend that. It's like going to Wrigley Field in Chicago or Fenway. You know, those are legendary, legendary places. Places that you got to go to at least once in your life if you're a real diehard football or baseball fan. So the Packers and Buffalo. Also, the Eagles are going to Buffalo. And if you're going to book a trip to Buffalo, and we'll find out whether Buffalo and Green Bay are early in the season when the weather's nice or later in the season where the weather is really, really nasty. And I think most fans, because I've been to Green Bay multiple times, and they were both early in the season where there wasn't a frozen tundra. But I think all fans would love the experience of watching a game like in December in Green Bay and Buffalo when you get the big snowstorms. And those people know how to handle it. Not like here. And they have all the gear. But if you're flying there and you don't have all that gear, you're going to freeze your ass off. Yes, but if you know a game is in December in Green Bay and you've booked a trip there, uh, I would think that you would realize that the weather's going to be cold and it's not like it's going to happen. It's not like it's suddenly you're taking a trip. You plan this stuff. Eight months in advance. Yeah, but even people that think they know cold don't know cold. They know unless cold, they've Robin. been through it before. This isn't like going to San Francisco in the summer and then realizing, shit, it's freezing here. It's August, and I thought it was California, and it's August, and it would be 80 degrees. And then you go there, and you buy a sweatshirt in the Embarcadero because a lot of people who go to San Francisco in the summertime think it's going to be warm, and it's not. You go to L.A. in the summertime, you think it's going to be warm because chances are it is it, it is going to be warm. But San Francisco is a different thing. But anybody who goes to Buffalo or Green Bay late in a football season, if they don't pack the right clothes, they're idiots. Plain and simple. Anyway, so there, the schedule will be released tonight. But we already know the international games this year. Now, the NFL plays games in, in England, right. and they play one in Mexico every year, except when the field was unplayable like last year. So we know the uh, the games. Eagles will not be involved in one of the international games. When I mean international, London. Right. So the Bengals and the Rams. Well, here's the first international game. This one's going to be at the, uh, at the uh, where's the stadium up there? Not Wembley. Wembley has two games, and the other one is the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Okay. Tottenham Hotspurs. I know my uh, my British soccer, Robin. I know my premiership. Not Venus Hot and Tot. Not, not Venus Hot and Tot. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So the Bears and Raiders will play in week five in London at Tottenham. Then Carolina and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week six will also play in Tottenham. So they're back-to-back games, back-to-back weeks at that stadium in London. Bears-Patriots week five, Carolina Buccaneers week six. Then you go to week eight, the Cincinnati Bengals and your Los Angeles Rams will be playing, and that one is at the Wembley Stadium. That's week eight. And then the next week, so you see they're back-to-back. Week 5 and 6 at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Week 8 and 9, Bengals-Rams. Week 8, Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars. Week 9, hopefully Nick Foles is still the starting quarterback and still healthy for your Jacksonville Jaguars if you're going to London for that. And then the game in Mexico. This year it'll be Week 11, Stadium Azteca. 8.15 ESPN game. Most of those other games are 1 o'clock or 9.30 in the morning because of the time difference. But in Mexico, the Chiefs and your Los Angeles, San Diego, 
what's the town down there where the stadium is on uh, 405 where Aww. the Chargers play? It's the soccer home depot stadium down there. What's that town there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, not Redondo. It's in that area. It's not in Los Angeles per se, but everybody knows where that stadium is where the Chargers play. And uh, once they get the L.A. Rams stadium, the Chargers and Rams will both play at the stadium that they're building now, which is going to be an unbelievable facility right near the airport with the site of the old Hollywood Park uh, racetrack. The casino is still there, but the racetrack is gone. Carson City. Carson. Not Carson City. Thank you, Trevor. From it's Carson, team. California. Come on, Robin. You, you, you yeah, live down I, in that area. I'm still, it's, you know, it's been a while. Carson City's in Nevada. But Trevor from the 203 gave us that. He knows the stuff. No, it's not Carson. It's Carson. Yeah, Carson. Spurs. Now, anyway. Trevor, Trevor, we, so that Trevor game is, had another question that we'll get to. In that game is Chiefs and Chargers, and that's week 11. So those are the five games that will be played outside of the United States <clears throat> by the NFL this year. Four games in England and one game in, in, uh, in Mexico. And the Eagles will find out, and we know who the opening night is. And everybody's excited. And then tomorrow, of course, because we won't be on tonight when the schedule is released, we will do the annual tradition unlike any other. Not the Masters. It is the give them a win, give them a loss, dog. Because, yes, even before the NFL draft occurs, which comes next week, yeah. we will be able to take the schedule of every team in the National Football League and make a prediction and tell you who's going to win and who's going to lose. Are, are you going to give out Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks already? No, no. I'm just going to tell you wins and loss totals based okay. on the schedule release. That's what people want, and that's what I give them. Now, two years ago, you were like spot freaking Nostradamus on. rose from the yeah. dead. Last year, not so much. No, no. Last year was it was I was pretty good though. I wasn't yeah, way. You were pretty but good. the year the Eagles won, nobody. Else I nailed. I, I said eleven and five. When you made that prediction, I was destroyed all just, over the world. Yep. You stupid bastard! What's wrong with you? Don't you understand this game? Yeah. When people, I think, I think Radio Wars had something about yes. it. They were like, "What the hell is Tony thinking?" It's you know, it's it's a gift. I know. It's it's not it's, it's this isn't a guessing game. You know, this isn't just picking up a pool. Educated guest. It, yeah, it called fifty years of following the National Football League and all the greatest players who've ever played. I grew up with that stuff. You just don't learn that stuff. You just don't guess on that stuff. It's it's something that requires massive. It's not like I'm a bartender, and all of a sudden I become an NFL expert because I attended bar and went to college for a couple of years. So that's coming up tomorrow. We will do that. So you have your NFL update. We got the Phillies playing a day game tonight after absolutely mangling the Mets. 14 runs. And despite having a 10-0 lead in the first, we were watching that game on one of the big screens up at the beautiful 2RL lounge up there at the Do Liberty Place. Yes. And the Phillies scored 10 runs. They scored eight runs before they recorded an out. The Mets made a pitching change. And then they got two more runs, up 10 nothing. So you think Nick Pavetta, the young pitcher who looked good in spring training at the end, has been awful so far this season. You figure, you know, hey, I got, I got a 10-run lead to work on. You think he'd go out there and bear down and just try to pitch his best? He wasn't try- It's not that he wasn't trying to pitch his best, uh-huh. but the guy was, was a shit show. Every single inning had men on base. He got into jams four of the five innings that he was out there. And they finally pulled him after five minutes because they needed to leave him in there, A, because they had a big lead, and B, because their bullpen was already shot. You're going to the bullpen 
in the third and fourth innings every night because your starting pitcher can't get it done, you become a mess. And so Nick Pavetta got the win, but he also got a one-way ticket to Lehigh Valley in, uh, <laughs> in Allentown because he needs to work on his repertoire. In the meantime, the Phillies uh, have also called up a guy that's a fan of, of yours truly, Tony Bruno, Phil Gosselin. Phil Gosselin, uh-huh. Bryn Mawr, Malvern right, prep right, kid. Right. Yeah. He was drafted by the Atlanta Braves in the fifth round a few years ago, and he was in the Braves system. So when I was uh, talking to my friends in Atlanta, Kevin McAlpin is on the Braves radio broadcast, right. John Kincaid, and I had a lot of friends in Atlanta. And uh, it was Kevin McAlpin, who was one of my producers with Harry Mays over at 97.5 here in Philly. And he says, hey, there's a kid on our team here, this Phil Gosselin kid who's a huge fan of yours. Will you talk to him? I said, Sure. Phil Goss, he's 30 years old now. Of course, you know, he grew up in, in the 80s. Now, was he a fan from the radio or was he a fan from Both, Madden? because he grew up here in Philly. In, in, he went to Malvern Prep. Okay. He went to the University of Virginia College, and they just won a national championship in basketball, in case you, you're not scoring at home. And so I didn't find out. So I found out that this kid listened to me, and he wanted to talk to me, so I talked to him on the phone. And now all of a sudden, he was with the Braves. Released last year, he went to Cincinnati for a cup of coffee, uh-huh. and then the Phillies signed him in the offseason and invited him to spring training in Clearwater. Uh-huh. So he's been in the minor leagues, and last night, because John uh, Gene Segura has a, a hamstring issue and they want to have another guy on the bench, they called him up. So Phil Gosselin, not part of the Gosselin family on uh, TV. No. Were they the, uh, who were the Gosselins? They were, were the, the ones with all the kids? The, they were the ones with all, they were. It a was couple. a chick who had like eight kids, right? Yeah, and then, and well, but she had like sex tuplets or. Alcohol, right, but and then they had a reality show. The guy, yeah. right, what was uh, something and somebody. Kate. Kate and Kate and Phil or Kate. No, it wasn't Phil Kate, Gosselin. Kate and. I don't remember the dude's name. But it anyway, rhymed. yeah, Kate and something had eight. Or right. Eight, Kate, but, uh, but their last name was Gosselin. No John relate. and Kate plus John eight. John and Kate plus yes. eight. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, Trevor. From the John and Kate. Trevor from 203 is like giving us full information. Well, Jen, Jen Mahaffey, everybody who watched these shows, because that was a big deal back then. Yes. The, you know, the eight kids and then yeah. she became and then they had the normal drama and then they split up and then she had her own show. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell happened to her. But their last name was Goslin. No relation to Phil Goslin, who's now a Philly, called up, and he's at the ballpark we today. We should have him on the show. We'll get him on. He follows, he's been following me on Twitter since he came up to the big yeah. leagues. So we'll, go, we'll get him I on the show. we figure out this whole phone call thing on the Exactly. We've got to get him on. Then we'll get him on. And, uh, and she wasn't the Octomom, though, right? No. The Octomom, the Octomom was this crazy chick who just oh. got pregnant and... She had all these uh, yeah, fertility was, things going on, she right? Had, she, was, she was like a hoarder, except with kids. Exactly. The Octomom. Loved her, man. Not Aquaman. This is, this is the Octomom. The, the best scene in the Aquaman movie, I haven't seen it yet, but the promo, uh-huh. where the guy says, you're that Aqua kid. Uh, no, you're that uh, water kid. You're that Aqua kid. He says, no, Aquaman. It, it's better when you see him do yeah, it. Yeah, I think I, so. I blew the line because I, I it's... Octomom. Yeah. She's got to come back. Is she still out there? Oh, no. She's every now and then you hear her because, you know, she's. She's having more kids? She's still uh, Uh, gestating? Is it a gestation sensation? I have no idea. I know that she froze, like, all of her eggs so that she could have more. Dude. She's freaking crazy, man. Octomom. She was awesome. Then there's the other chick, the, the 16 and pregnant chick, who's now like a porn star that we met in Atlanta at the Super Bowl this year. Oh, listen to this. 
Dallas Jim two says you guys got one of the good guys. I love McCutcheon. Good guy. His wife went to my high school and her dad was one of my brother's teachers. I've always loved him. I, I loved him. Andrew McCutcheon when he was with the pirates, he was a great, great player, all-star MVP. He, he went to the giants last year. and The giants are obviously in a rebuild mode. And then when the Phillies signed him, he was one of those signings that not a lot of people got excited because everybody was waiting for Bryce Harper and all the big names. Andrew McCutcheon is a hell of a player. He's probably the best leadoff hitter the Phillies have had in a while. I don't remember the last time. Maybe Shane Victorino? But but their leadoff batters are so important, and McCutcheon is just a professional hitter. Every time he comes to the plate, you had a feeling he's going to do something good. And he's had doubles and triples, a couple of home runs this year. He's been an absolutely brilliant acquisition by it's, the Phillies. It's funny. Before I started watching American baseball, I did not realize the importance of the lineup. Like, they, they you know, having somebody follow somebody else because it'll often Are you new to this country, this, uh, this yes. world, Robin? But no, I know I they don't play baseball in Holland, right? No. But they, what do the Dutch play over there, other than smoking weed and going to uh, red light kind districts? Of sing, and, similar called honkball, but it's not. It's it's nothing. Honkball like, is it like is it like pickleball? No, I mean it's it's it, it has a bat, but it's it, it's kind of a cross between baseball and cricket because you play it with a flat bat. Flat bat's easy, man. Um, and but it has different rules. Now, fair is the sixteen and pregnant chick. Right, Farrah yeah, Abraham. That's I think the one her name. that we saw. Yeah, in Atlanta at the soup. Well, so, you saw her. I didn't see. So, her. I, so we're going on the red carpet because it's at a private event. It was the Lee Steinberg party. Yeah. And Lee Steinberg always says, "Go on the red carpet." And they have a couple of camera people there, and they do interviews so they could post it on their video of who showed up at Lee's party. And I'm always a little weird because I'm not really a right. celebrity, but Lee. But you got. The, I mean, there was all these places that wanted to interview you, including exactly. uh, some place in Texas with the, the uh, Wrangler the Network. Wrangler. We still haven't gotten. The I know. Wranglers. I got a couple free pairs of Wrangler jeans, we real comfortable jeans coming my way. Yeah. I hope that doesn't expire because who can't use two pairs of jeans? I know. Now you think you're going to get one of my two pairs. Hell yeah. You're not. I'm getting two damn pairs of jeans. But anyway, that's another story for another time. So anyway, so. I'm on the I'm on the red carpet being interviewed by the guy with the big cowboy hat from Wrangler, the Wrangler Network. Right. And then this hot chick walks on the, the red carpet behind me, and then she's being interviewed, and I'm like, who is that? I mean, she was smoking hot. Yes. I mean, she looked great. And I remember the story when she was on 16 and pregnant, and then uh, she did some porn stuff, right? I think vivid. Yeah. So she got a contract. She's got gazillions of followers, but I didn't. So I was being interviewed by one person. She's being interviewed by another person, and everybody else is walking into the party in this old church, which was the venue. And so by the time I said, "Robin, we got to go grab her and interview," I got some pictures because she's got like two million followers. Yeah. And even though her most of her fans won't know who I am, the fact that I'll get a picture with her. See, it's all about marketing. It's not about I want to meet her. She's going to sleep with me or all of that stuff. It's all yeah. about. And that's what Social people do. Social media cachet. Exactly. <laughs> so her two million followers will see a picture of her with me and say, "Who is that really cool guy?" And we with looked, you, Farrah. I gotta say, we cleaned up I, real we good. We cleaned up really good for that event. You know who else I got a picture with? Who I didn't even realize who it was because everybody was asking for his autograph. One of the guys from Kid and Play. We we knew who that was. I knew it, but I, I recognize him. But he doesn't have the hair anymore. Obviously, right. he's an old. He sh- you know he's got a shaved head. And I'm like, I know that dude, and why is everybody over there talking to him? Because it was a really crowded, yeah. crowded he venue. Knew you. Yeah, no. So he's leaning up against the pole. Everybody's interviewing him, and then he says to me, "Hey, Tony Bruno, man, love you stuff." And then I realized who he was, and I'm like, dude, 
I love kid and play. No, and I and I didn't we was, get a picture with him? We did, and it's a little bit out of focus. I still posted Damn it, it, Robin. But it, but I got to get a better photographer. No, I need to get a different phone because my phone kept dying while we were there, and your phone there was something wrong with the, the camera. I that, think we have like all these great cameras, but everybody has to use their phone now instead of a camera. Yeah, because it's. I know you post. can post it faster, but but the, when you want quality. Bring a real damn camera. No, with you. look at the photographs that I took last night. No, I know, but you can't miss good pictures with Teen I Mom. I know. With Farrah Abraham. And, now, uh, here's. A, are you done with a baseball story update? Uh, yes, except I have a chooch update, though. Okay. Well, before we get to the chooch update, um, I want to go over the question. Where is it? What's Tre- the question? It's from Trevor. Uh, here we go. Tony and Miss Robin, I have my buddy's wedding on October 5th, and he's a Cowboys fan and roots for all the other Boston teams. He asked me to be his groomsman. What do I do? Ooh, that's a good question. And when we get good questions on the show, we need the appropriate mu- uh, mu- music to be able to think it through. That's so it. he roots for everything Boston except for Cowboys. Where's he from? Trevor, we need a few more information. This is this is when we could really use a damn phone. Um, so Trevor's an Eagles so his, fan. He's, he's, he has his buddy. So it's his buddy, and he's getting married on October 5th. Right. Trevor's buddy. Now, where is his buddy from? He's a Cowboys fan. So if he's a Cowboy fan from Dallas. But he's from Connecticut. He's a Cowboys fan from Connecticut? He's a Cowboys fan from Connecticut. I know Trevor's from Connecticut. No, well, but his buddy's from Connecticut. And he roots for everything Boston except for football, which he's a Cowboys fan. So he doesn't root for the Patriots, which is the closest team to Connecticut. I mean, you've got the Giants right. and the Jets and the Patriots are all the three teams in that proximity. A lot of people root for the uh, a lot of people root for the Patriots up there because the Patriots have been the best so team, these, even though the Giants have won two so Super Bowls. So these are his buddies' teams: Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics, and then Cowboys. Now, is it a family thing? Like, was the guy's dad from... Is he a dick or is he a good dude? <laughs> no, <but> like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really easy way to say whether you're going to be a... So, no, you'd do it. I mean, if the guy's from New England... Listen, you know, the only people who would be pissed off at that would be his friends who are Patriot fans. Because yeah. if you're from Connecticut, that area in New, you know, southern New England, because that's the good thing about the Patriots. You know, the, the, the Patriots don't call themselves the Boston Patriots anymore. They were the – it's the New England Patriots. So that they can say for people from Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, uh, Connecticut, what else? No, he says, he says that's about pretty much all New England. Massachusetts. He says, it's my buddy from high school, and it depends on the day. <laughs> you got to do it. You know, the fact – you just ridicule him for being a Cowboys yeah. fan. Because he has no reason being a Cowboys fan when he's up in that area where you have the Red Sox, the Bruins, the Celtics, and the Patriots. I know not everybody likes the Patriots in New England. I get that. But they're like normally people who are fans of teams from other – one person who's a fan of like the Lakers – if you're a fan of the Lakers, not not now they suck. I have a solution, Tony. But no, I'm giving you you how – this is how I determine whether or not the person is just a confused individual. And there's a lot of them out there. Yes. Many of them listen to the show. If you live in Philly, for example, just use this hometown. You're Philly, but you root for the Cowboys in football. You root for the wherever LeBron plays, the Lakers or Cleveland or Miami. Yeah. Uh, if you're a baseball fan and you root for the Dodgers or 
even the Red Sox, they won last year. They suck this year. My point is, if you're a front runner yeah. and yours is a fan who just latches on yeah, to whoever the best team is. Anybody that's a bandwagon fan is just... Listen, you have a right to do it. It's America. There's no law against it. You just get ridiculed. Yes. And properly so by other ridiculous sports fans who think this stuff is the most important thing on earth to them. I always joke around about it when I, when somebody in Philly tells me they're a Cowboy fan. You know what I always say? That's bad parenting. Bad parenting. I don't blame the kids. I blame the parents. Now, it, it depends, though. Like, what if the parents are from Texas? Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's uh, there's, there's, there's loopholes and cutouts, as yes. we were talking about earlier. Yes. You know, there's it, not everything is cut and dried. But most of the Cowboy fans that I know in Philly, and they're good friends and they're listeners who I've had confrontations with, yes. but just in good-natured stuff, they're, they're, the reason they rooted for the Cowboys is because the Eagles sucked. And that when the going back to you know to the original days with Tom Landry and Roger Stallback and all those guys, they rooted for them because the Cowboys were basically deemed America's stuck. team. Exactly. But, but that, that's have, not a good but then you, you, you evolve and you grow up. Yeah, that's not a good enough excuse. I think that just because that means that they were bandwagon fans back in that exactly. time and then they just but here I have a solution for Trevor, and I think that this is the perfect way to resolve this. You say yes. You will be the the groomsman. Um, are you going to be the best man? Will you be giving a speech, Trevor? Because this is what I think you need to do. Like if you're giving, we're a like sp- wedding planners now yes. on the show. No, don't, don't bear with me here, Tony. This is the perfect you. You write your speech, but you pull out your phone during the speech. You mention something about his his uh, sad action of man, and we have Tony record a special um, I interrupt his uh yes. his his wedding. And so so this way you can pull out your phone and play on the loud, you know on the speaker on the microphone the pre-recorded Tony Bruno this is really bad form man. I'll do that. I've done it for other yes. people. People have asked me to do this before oh, to try to the, talk he, sense. He's not the best man, but but you might still do a you might still have to do a speech or want to do a speech. I don't know. I, I will I do a special you can yeah. pull up the big screen and then do like like the like the like voice the voice from hell comes in, oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, or the voice from God. I mean, in your place, that you know, you have or the to... voice from Madden no five oh six oh seven, and then all of a sudden, while the best man is giving his speech, the whole wedding is interrupted and yes. it's stopped cold, and then all you hear this like. Like, you'll hear maybe, maybe the breaking news sounder plays. But then Tony could give you Tony would give you the the blessing, the blessing, to the be blessing in, <laughs> to be in the show. That's how you do it. And oh, we have another follower. Thank you, Rents fifty five. Um, that that so you have the blessing to be the groomsman, but you have to have incorporate this this pre recording somehow. The video has to yeah. break into the wedding. So Trevor, email. Miss Robin Austin at gmail.com. M I S S R O B I N Austin A U S T I N. And normally I would charge upwards of fifty to seventy five to a hundred thousand dollars to do this special kind of favor. And we'll make this happen. Because you know all these celebrities now, you know that's what they're doing, they're pimping the ways to make more money. Have a special greeting. Oh yeah. And then you see like these people are who the hell are I get big stars. But if you're a big star and you're making millions of dollars, are you gonna be pimping for thirty dollars to do a a read for somebody on a phone call? Mm. That's pretty late. But man. but if you don't charge somebody, then you're going to be inundated with re- requests no, if you're that Listen, big a star. So I'm here to help people. I'm here to help. He's not the best man, but hello, Allentown. Hello. So I guess there's shout out services. You could join Cameo. It's called Cameo. 
And I how- saw one app. I forget who it was. And it was just, oh, I think it was Odell Beckham Jr., if I'm not mistaken. If I, and if I'm wrong, I stand corrected. But he's reading a script poolside. And he obviously charged somebody to do this shout-out. And he's re- and it was so poorly read. And he obviously didn't know the person. Yeah. And it was one of the worst things I'd ever seen. It's like, if somebody's, if I paid for that and I got that on a tape message, well, like, I'd say, are you, are you shitting me? He says, uh, Swedish Chef says that Jeremy Rona gets $300 a pop. Yeah, but at least, Jer- listen, if people are willing to pay it, I have no problem with that. This is America. <clears throat> Until we start being a socialist country in a couple of years, and everybody has to give everybody else their money, and we all share equally, which I'm in, for- in favor of now that I'm older. If billionaires, if, if Bezos and, and uh, Tim Cook from Apple, one of us like, start divvying up their money and giving me their fair share... I'm perfectly happy with it. But in the meantime, people pay for this stuff because it's cool. Yeah. And at least Jeremy will pretend that he looks like he pretends that he knows you. Yes. As opposed to athletes who you pay money to and then you get this recording and it's embarrassing. It is. If I was that that athlete who did that, I would not forget about taking the money. I would have that destroyed. By the way, I'm I'm surprised that Dean is not on here giving you crap about not having done the sinus rinse yet. Because you're once again. Because we had to run out to go to the foodie chats thing last night. I know, but there was you could have done it last night. I may have to do it uh, on the show today. I wouldn't do it on the show. Do we have a bucket? No, it it would be it's another. It's like discussing health and science. (laughs) Say this is like a health. It's like the old Mister Wizard shows on TV. Well, if you're going to do it on the show, or Bill Nye the Science Guy, he would do science experiments on the show. And since this is the allergy season, I believe as a public service, not as a gimmick. Because I really need to do this. You know this. when you said that? Your screen just froze. It did? Yes. Uh, the the universe was so freaked out by the idea of you actually doing that that it froze your camera. I think you actually knocked something. But, did uh, I knock? I, well, I use my hands a lot. I use my hands more than Beto O'Rourke, except I don't stand on top of tables to do it. I just do it sitting so down. So I need to deactivate and then activate it. Get the Wonder Twins in here so we can a- activate. Wonder Twins power. I actually have a Wonder Twins update. You have a Wonder Twins update? Yes, I do. Do they do they take the shape of a llama? You know the Wonder Twins, yes. right? You watch those cartoons. Absolutely. Wonder Twins power. I have I activate. Not only do I have whoops, where is it? Wonder Twins power. Activate. And then they say shape of, and then they become an whatever animal. They, whatever they want to. Exactly. They, well, it doesn't have to be an It can be an inanimate object, too. They That's can be, right. They That's can, right. They don't have to be living creatures. They could be a table. Ridiculous. <laughs> By the way, I got to get to these hockey updates while you're yes. exploring this. Well, and, and um, if you really do want to do the nasal... Uh, Live, you, live. Then I will tweet out that you're going to do it, and this will be, this will go viral. Yes, it will. As long as there's no viruses in there. Yes. But I actually brought up my my bottle yesterday from downstairs. It was here in our basement in the cellar. Damn it! It was in our cellar, and I have the bottle where you put in the saline solution, uh-huh. and then you get the water up to a certain. Yeah. You got to use distilled water, not regular tap water. You have distilled water for that. And I had all that stuff down here, but I was going to do it last night when I was getting ready to go to the foodie chats at 5.30 because we right. were off the air at 3. We had to be there at 5.30. I had to shave and get cleaned up and stuff. So I didn't, I, I didn't have the distilled water upstairs or I would have done it in the shower. So I'm going to do it here on the air today as a public service just to show everybody that you know, allergies are no joke. 
No. You can take, you know, you can do all the allergy medications and squeeze stuff up your nose. But the only way you clear it out, or a big way to help clear it out, is that, you know, inside your nose, all those hairs and stuff, those are your sinuses. That's yeah. where you breathe. So everything that you breathe goes in, and it gets caught on all the nasal passages, and it inflames it, which is why you cough, sneeze, and all the other things, and you become congested. <clears throat> and you you need, like, to do something. Well, we're going to do it on there. I'm going to have to have you go do the mix for me, though, Robin. Okay, I can do the mix. The bottle, get this. The distilled right water is in the back. Okay. We need to get like a 55 gallon drum so I can lean over it because who knows what's coming out of there. Oh, now, again, we're not doing this as a shock thing. We're not doing this for promotional considerations. We're doing this because it's a freaking necessity. Exactly. Because it's annoying to the listener to listen to this. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> and by the way, Dean is not here. You know why? I figured it out. Oh, why is he not there? Do you not know what happened last night, Robin? Where does Dean live? In Florida. Where in Florida? Tampa. Not in Tampa. Well, just outside of Tampa. In Clearwater, which is yeah. the Tampa Bay area. Yes. And you know what happened last night? What? In the National Hockey League? Something that's never happened in the history of the NHL. Seriously. I know. It was pretty <clears throat> impressive and exciting. Or depressing if you're the Tampa Bay Lightning and their fans. They got great hockey fans in Tampa. It's one of the great underrated hockey cities in America. The Lightning have always been good. And they were the best this year. They won the President's Cup. No, Donald Trump didn't invite him to the White House with some fast food. They got the bums rush from Columbus, Ohio last night. Something that's never happened. Now, President's Cup, we've talked about it. That's what you get for having the best record in the NHL. Not only did the Tampa Bay Lightning have the best record in the NHL this year with 62 wins, 128 total points, that was tied for the best, the most wins in the history of the national hockey season. 62. Only one other team has done it. So you figure they're a Stanley Cup team. And they were playing the Columbus Blue Jackets, who were the, not only were they the eighth seed, they had the 13th best record in hockey in the entire National Hockey League. But in the Eastern Conference, they were the eighth seed. So this wasn't your typical 8-1 beatdown. This was historic because never before in the history of the NHL, we're seeing so many historic things, right? The basketball comebacks. Tiger Woods started it, right, on Sunday. Then you had the basketball comebacks by the Sixers and, of course, the 31-point comeback against the Golden State Warriors by the by your Los Angeles, uh, what are the other team called down there? Sorry, I was typing. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, no, you know what I'm talking about. The Clippers. The L.A. Clippers came back from 31 down in the biggest comeback in basketball history in the playoffs, down 31. So what happened? Last night, we knew the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning were in deep, deep doo-doo. They were down three games to nothing to the Columbus Blue Jackets. In this series, if you were a degenerate gambler and you wanted and you figured Tampa Bay Lightning, they're the one seed, Columbus, they do have torts. John Tortorella, who's an amazing coach and gets results everywhere he goes. They have Bob, Sergei Bobrovsky, who did not have a great regular season. But Bob, as we used to call him here, goes out there, has a great defense in front of me. The forecheck was great in front of him, and he does a great job. You would have to bet $400 to win $100 on the Tampa Bay Lightning. They were basically 4-1 to one favorites. 400 to win 100. And I guarantee you a lot of people bet Tampa Bay over Columbus 
minus 400. The Columbus Blue Jackets not only lost or not only won in a four-game sweep, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the first team in NHL history to be swept four straight in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. First time the top seed has been swept in the first round. Now, top seeds have lost first round, but they've never been swept in four straight games. So that's where Be- that's where that's where Dean is and the rest of the Lightning fans. They're up on the Sunshine Sunshine Skyway Bridge. And if you see Dean or any of our other friends down there in the Tampa Bay, Clearwater, Sarasota area, maybe if you're downtown near the building itself, there's that great hockey bar over there right across the street from the building that's changed its name about 72,000 times in the last five years. I don't even know what it's called now. Is it called uh, Amelie Arena, I think it is now? The All, the uh, Motor All, Amelie. Anyway, that's a tough loss right there. That's a huge loss. 30 points behind the Lightning, the Columbus Blue Jackets were. That's one of the greatest, greatest upsets in sports history. And we keep saying that a lot lately. But that one is that one is because no other, as I mentioned, no, but you can watch hockey for a hundred years and never see what happened in this series. President's Cup winner swept in four straight games. It's a good job out of them. Also, the Pittsburgh Penguins are going home and golfing today, too. They were swept in the first round. And the Golden Knights of Las Vegas, who were in the Western Conference Finals last year as an expansion team, put the uh, put the death grip on your San Jose Sharks. Another team that Year after year, all the President's Cups, all the great teams, they were shut out 5 nothing last night. Your San Jose Sharks. Let's take it honest. 3-1 to one they trail in the best of seven series. Is that one over? No, the Sharks are still good. But to get shut out 5 nothing in a game that you really needed, and now you're down three games to one, you got to give it up to the Golden Knights, man. And the, their front office has done a great job with the pickups. The trade deadline pickups, the offseason acquisitions. It's a good job out of them. So you got the Golden Knights on the verge of advancing. You got the Columbus Blue Jackets advancing and the New York Islander with Barry Trotz. And you know, the coach in Tampa's done a great job. John Cooper. But nobody's done a better job than Barry Trotz with your New York Islander. You talk about a defensive style. A lot of people don't like that kind of stuff. But the Lightning, gone. Columbus is an amazing story with Tortorella, and we all love Torts. And John Cooper was pretty pretty much a lock for coach of the year. I don't know whether this will hurt him losing in the first round because I think they base. I think the voting has already happened on coach of the year, and then of course there's playoff awards. But John Cooper did a great job getting to 62 wins in Tampa Bay. John Tortorella did an amazing job in Columbus getting his team into the playoffs <clears throat> and now winning in the first round in a historic way. <clears throat> the Islanders and Barry Trotz, another great story, beating the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first round of the playoffs in another sweep. The Penguins and the Tampa Bay Lightning, two of the beasts of the East, gone in sweeps in the first round, which proves again what I've been saying for decades. The Stanley Cup playoffs in hockey are the most dramatic and amazing in all sports. We'll see some great matchups. I'm talking about series. I'm talking about underdogs just rising up 
and finding a way, not a one-game, one-and-done thing, which can happen in a lot of things, but in hockey, when you got to win a best-of-seven, and you go out there as an underdog, a big-time underdog, and find a way not only to win, but to sweep teams like Pittsburgh and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, that's an amazing job. That's really, really hard to do. Anyway, Robin has gone up. She's gotten the, uh, did you get the distilled water, Robin? I did. I warmed it up for you. Warm it up, Chris, because that's what I'm about to do. We got the towel. We got all the accoutrement. Now, you're going to have to do a wide shot here, Robin. I'm going to have to do a wide shot. Everybody enjoying their lunch. Just think, I'm doing this for you. Hold on. This is, this. I need to have this be like a multi-production. All right, let me get my beautiful towel on my knees here. Hold on, hold on. I think I should go live via the other, like the Periscope and the Facebook thing as well because of the, here, give me your phone, please. Which one? Where is it? I keep hearing it go off. Oh, it's so. right in front. I got it. I got the bowl. Is this bowl big enough? Now, I have a bowl. This is the bowl I'm going to be using. Rob, oh, dear, Dean is now watching. Dean is watching. We're going to do this live to show people that this is really important to do. Yes. And I hate the sensation. Like, when I go swimming... And you get salt water up your nose. Nobody likes water up your nose. Although, I did warm it up for you, which makes it a little bit Oh, it's better. And it's still annoying. I don't like doing this. This is the, uh, this is the Neil Med. I think, he, uh, I think he was the goaltender for the Lightning last night. Neil Med. He wasn't very good. But this is a sinus rinse. This is in the neti pod. This is just you put distilled water in one of these squeeze bottles. It's got a tube in it, so when you put it in your nose, you squeeze it. It goes all through your sinuses and back down out the other way. And it's annoying. And I don't like that sensation. That's why I never did cocaine as a kid. But I see people snorting cocaine at parties. I'm like, dude, I'm not putting that shit up. I know not only because it's a drug and I would be addicted to it, because I didn't like the sensation. I never liked nasal sprays. I never did nasal sprays until I became an adult and realized to do that is going to help me get better and get over congestion. But as I've been saying before, this is necessary. And it's something we do. And I've never had allergies as bad as this spring here in Philly. In my entire life, 66 years, I have never had this kind of suffering allergies. And I'm taking Claritin every day. So it's not like I'm ignoring it. Like Robin doesn't take any allergy medication. And then I had a yellower at night when she's sneezing and coughing when pollen's flying everywhere. I didn't need it until my eyes, I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Yeah, that means you need it because the allergies are bad. Everything's blooming right now, except the onion. There's too many calories in that. So, should we go live? Well, hold on. You, you put you, one packet or two. You're only supposed to put one at a time. Correct. I don't want to oversalinate. Too much salt is bad for your it system. Because it'll dry you up. Exactly. You had the, the amount of uh, uh, salt that they have in those little saline packages specifically made is the exact kind of amount that will uh, make it uh, easy on your sinuses to keep it moist and um, not dry you up. So, if this kind of stuff bothers you, like, I won't watch any of those surgery shows on TV, like, operations or I don't even like the fake TV doctor shows where they're doing, you know, guys have blood on their hand and they're pretending to operate. <clears throat> Robin watches that stuff. She watches those yeah, emergency ER well, stuff. Women, women don't are not as affected by, you know, blood and guts. That's not true. I'm not talking about like as pregnancy. Like I was around my wife for pregnancies. No, I've seen the just, blood and the just a fact that placentas women are and stuff. Just not as bothered That's by different. It. Pregnancies and blood and pregnancies because you're seeing your child born. So you don't think of it as, oh, my God, I can't handle I'm squeamish with blood. Tony, women are constantly picking up crap in one way or another. I understand that. But, but your, your assertion that women like to watch all no, surgeries on TV. I'm not saying they like, but no. they're not as affected by it on average. Okay. I mean, you have I'll give you that. But. 
But, like Bob from Valley Forge says, he doesn't even like playing the operation game. <laughs> okay. I couldn't win. You know why I couldn't play that operation game right now, Robin? Well, because you because my fingers shake. And you can't shake a, a millimeter when you're playing that damn game. So I'm sorry this is taking me so long. I'm We're setting up an actual uh, procedure I'm, right now. Yes, live on. Do air. I need? You think I need some anesthesia for this? Can you give me a a, a, a frontal? I think if uh, what? <laughs> okay. No, what's the other one? Right here. What's right the one? Now? No, what's no, not? It's not called a frontal. What, what do they give women when they uh, epidural? An epidural. Can you put an epidural in my nose? I have to do this, ladies. I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for you. And again, I'm no hero for doing this because I've done it before, but I hate it. I hate it a lot. And I prefer to do it. I, I won't even watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, that show's yeah. on. Oh, I, I yeah. heard this show, this doctor. Yeah, because that's what I want to see. I want to see some doctor, some chick doctor squirt out a gigantic oh, sit. Don't even talk about and it. And have that whitehead just shoot across the room. Tony! Like an Atlas right rocket. Like SpaceX going right through your living room. God. Why the hell anybody? Why does anybody need to see that? What is wrong with you? Why would anybody want to watch? I don't even like to watch my own pimples get popped. It's disgusting. And then Robin comes up and says, oh, you got a whitehead on your back when we're taking a shower? I'm like, don't squeeze my damn back now. And then she has to go in there and get her two damn nails or thumbnails oh. and get that pimple out. And she, like, gets off on that stuff. Okay, Tony. Yes. What you need to do is you need to put the bowl... On the corner, because the right, wide shot is behind you. I have to move this over here. You. All right, yeah. we're doing this live, ladies and gentlemen. This is not rehearsed. This is, wasn't even planned. But because of the ridicule, tumult, and nastiness I'm getting, and because I really need to do this, and we have an hour and a half to go. We're only at the half. We're not even at the halfway mark of today's show. So if I'm going to continue to sound like I'm a, a coke fiend on the air, when I don't do any kind of drugs whatsoever, especially things that require inhaling anything, but this has to be done. So can we get it on the wide shot? Are we going to use which camera are we going to use? We're going to be using the camera right behind you. All right. Should I stand up and do this? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I am I am efforting. I, this is going to be a multi-platform because I want people. Multi-platform. Because I want people that are are still that still haven't found us on Twitch. Right. I want them to uh, because what would be better right now at one twenty four p.m. on a Wednesday uh, afternoon, you could be watching dumb soap operas, uh, women on TV sitting around bitching about everything. Uh, you could be watching a baseball game, which is early, but you you won't get this anywhere else. Like even Doctor Phil, Doctor Oz. Or doctor, anybody else? You know, you know. Doctor Vinnie Bots won't even do this. This is this is going to go viral. You know it is. So hold on. Okay, so now I have. Why people haven't done? Now, I'm not going to be able to help you because I'm going to have both my. I'm going to. I know. I, you're not. You, there's nothing you can do. I know. There's nothing you can do here, Robin. You're going to watch like everybody else. Isn't there a bigger bowl than this, though? You don't need a bigger bowl than that. Yes, I do. No, this is big. There's a lot of stuff in there. Who do you, how do you know what's going to come out of my sinus passages? Tony, you don't need a bowl bigger than the amount of water that is in that basin. And if, in the NHL, they would be calling this an upper body in injury. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so now I am going live on both. So I, I am double fisting here, Tony. Oh. I, I, I am live on Periscope and on Facebook. And on, of course, Twitch.tv. And on Twitch. Well, Twitch is the most important Bruno one. Bruno Nation and, Live. That's and, where you got to go. And that is where you're going to have the best 
audio and video on Bruno Nation Live. Just think of this as uh, Bill Nye, the science yes. guy, 2019. But I may um, should take my glasses off for this. I don't want any kind of like stuff flying all over the place. But but because because we still have so many people since we just started that don't know that we're on Twitch yes. yet. I am on Periscope and on Facebook Live simultaneously via the phones so that people can switch over and get the better audio if they want to twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Here's the worst comment ever, though, before I do this. I think Robin should drink what's in the bowl after. Who said that? You know, for TV purposes. (laughs) Get out of here. Get out. Get out. Where's that Harry? Get out. That's too low up there. See, Robin, you always bring that volume down on the board. Bring that damn volume up on my soundboard. Damn it. I just played Harry, and it's so low because you turn it down. Leave the damn thing alone. Get out. Get out. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I may have to play some music, though. Appropriate music for this. No, I think I think people just want to hear the sound. Let's just right, do it. let's do it just, raw. Let's, let's keep it raw. Let's keep it real. <clears throat> here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I would say do not try this at home, but this is the only place you should try it because we're talking about. Don't worry sinuses. about putting it right up against the the. Uh, I don't. No, I don't need to talk. I'm not. No, I I know how to work a microphone, Robin. Here we go. Should I go with the left or the right nozzle? We might have to have a poll. Should I start with the right nozzle, the uh, nostril, or the left nostril first? You can just put the bowl on the on the desk. No, it's got to be close to it. All right. What you think? You think I'm going to make a flood here? Jesus, Robin. All right, here we go. Robin, you're going to have to do play-by-play, though, because people listening okay, aren't going to hear anything except me squeezing a sinus rinse bottle. Oh, I just shot some out of here. Hold on. Let me get my 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 mic over towards me more. It's almost like Peter North there. The thing All right. just shot up in the air. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. You ready? Okay. So play-by-play. So Tony Bruno getting ready to put the the sinus rinse. Sinus rinse live. This is going to be on Science yes, Channel, I think, tonight to. at, after to midnight. And on science. And you can get that, it on the Science Go app, too. I think we should be taking prop bets as to what's going to come out of there. All right, here we go. Okay, aren't you supposed to put one nostril, close it off? Yeah, but I have to... I got to see this bowl. See, I'm telling you, this this bowl is too damn small, Robin. It's not too small. Just be over it more. You have All to... All right. Be... <sighs> oh, yes. Oh, there's a Chevy Volt in there. That just came out. Oh, my God. I got to go to the other side now. That is so disgusting. I got one side. Let me do the other side now. Now, that got somebody to tip. (laughs) We got got 200 bits for that one. We'll work for snot. All right. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Tony Bruno. That's it. Should I, should I get a close-up? Oh, we got more tips. Thank you. Good. I can't believe you, you. You would have to normally go to the freak show on Venice Beach in California to see these kind of oddities. Now, there's not a lot of solid matter in there. There is some mucus, but I, it's, not, it's not disgusting. This isn't like Dr. Pimple Popper or a, a colonoscopy live. That's, that's some pretty pretty thick. Goopy stuff. Put it up against the uh, the uh, no, not that camera. That camera there? Yeah, that camera there. Can I bring it up closer. Yeah, bring it up close, Tony Bruno. Can can people see it? Oh yes, oh yes, oh grody grody grody. 
So if you are joined either on Periscope on Facebook and you can't hear the audio very well, that is because you need to switch over to Twitch and you need to see it there. So that's how come it's, it's in the title. It is in the title, people. Just click on that and go to Twitch. That's how you're going to see it. So now I'm finishing. I'm ending. Am I the real MVP now? Hold on. I'm, I'm turning off the uh, live videos. <laughs> That's disgusting. Do it again. <laughs> okay. okay. This isn't some stunt. No. This isn't like some radio uh, stunt. This is necessary, right? You can hear it. I sound better already. Yeah, you do. Why not? Yes, you do. I'm going to send this to a forensic lab. Get, uh, get what's his name on the phone? Jack Klugman, uh, Quincy, medical examiner. We're going to send this to, uh, to a lab, and then we'll get the results later on. I'm going to put it in a sink right here. Then. Okay. All right. Feel better? Feel better, Tony Bruno? Absolutely. Yeah. Abs- there's no doubt about it, Robin. I got to do that every single day. Every single day for at least a week. Just to clean out all the uh, stuff well, in the sinuses. Apparently, that's how we're going to get more tips. So, woo! What else can we do? <laughs> now, Brenda Marie says she may throw up. There was nothing gross about that. It could have been, though. Yeah, I wasn't expecting anything bad to happen. I, I just, I know the sensation. I know my sinuses are full of pollen, and a real, it's tiny. Fatigue it's not goes, like, yeah, you sound better. <laughs> It's true. Whatever it takes, that's what we do here. It's true. It's true. It's true. I, mean, I need to get that sound know, effect, I Robin. I know. It, Louis I have to it. play it. We have to play that. Do you have it in the system somewhere? I just want to... Actually, let's, before we do that, let's go back to baseball. Because last night, while you were watching the Mets get absolutely manhandled, one of our former great Phillies is still swinging the lumber. He's playing back in his native Panama. He was one of the World Series heroes in 2008. We know him as Chooch. You know him as Carlos Ruiz. So where was he? He was in Panama playing in a league down there in his native country in a playoff game. Playoffs! CC. And all of a sudden, the situation was this. 2-1 pitch. Two outs. Bottom of the third in Panama. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Carlos Ruiz. There it is. That was uh, posted by Angel Ibo Castillo, who was the uh, Spanish-speaking broadcaster for the Phillies. And he posted that video of Carlos Ruiz down there in Panama launching the long ball. And he hashtags it Phillies, hashtag ring the bell. And people who saw this video commenting on it, they're saying, bring him back up. He's 40 years old, and he's better than Andrew Knapp, the Phillies' backup catcher right now. So people want Chooch back. If he's still swinging a bat like that and hitting balls deep into the night in Panama on a Monday, Tuesday night, baseball action, let's get Chooch back up here, man. Love that guy. Remember uh, Mike uh, Mike Jericho <laughs> called him the Cooch train? Yes. He said, want to take a ride on the Cooch, cooch train. instead of the Chooch train? 
He said the cooch train. Yes, he did. And then his ratings went up exponentially on Fox 29. I think our ratings just went up with you doing the uh, the snot bowl. It's not the <laughs> snow bowl. It's the snot bowl. By the way, Bob from Valley Forge, Geraldo Rivera just called in. He's really jealous. There was more stuff in Tony's nose than there was in Al Capone's vault. You get it, Robin? <clears throat> I get it. I get it. Are you like? Are you on a delay on the show today? I am making sure that the audio and everything people so people on that were on Facebook and and Periscope were complaining about the audio. Well, duh, because we don't have all the equipment. Exactly. Up. When we when we do, a, which we don't do anymore, because that's why we want everybody who was watching us previously on Periscope and Facebook Live to tune over to Twitch, right. because that's where all of the audio and video goes now. Right. Except when you want to watch it on a, or hear it on a replay where you can either watch, listen to it on Twitch TV as a subscriber or you can get it on Spreaker, Spreaker, Correct. and then that goes to iTunes and right. all of the other That's audio so sites. Spreaker is the site that it, you can hear just the audio live, and some people that have very low bandwidth wherever they are, mm-hmm. they need to have just that kind of audio. So they are listening to it live on Spreaker. Most people are watching it and listening live on Twitch because that has a better platform and that has the chat room because you can join the chat room. If you are on Twitch, even the audio-only version will allow you to have and join the chat room. So that's how come the Twitch mobile app is better than anything else. But um, um, what you're distracting me by laughing. No, because I'm reading all the all the hilarious uh, t- comments. On- <laughs> so, so my point is that if you were on the uh, the Twitch and the excuse me on the Periscope or the Facebook app or if you used to watch us there please tell all your friends and social media buddies and family that they can now find us on twitch.com and, and or twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation live mm-hmm. educate them help us educate them and re-educate them where they can find us because that it is a huge process it's it's amazing how and we many trust people, this process yes it is amazing how many people just don't even know like as soon as they hear that we're on this platform that they've never heard of they're like ah that's too much trouble but it's not no it's very easy it's, it's very, very simple. easy so, so simple to, even luigi curdo can yes. do it yes so, he's at the phillies game today so we way. want please please let your people know ah there's somebody oh. else subscribing Tony in North Carolina is Hello. now following so woohoo now tony in north carolina is also saying that you know, there's so many people who are popular, who are YouTube stars for doing stupid stuff. I should pour some Cocoa Puffs or some sort of cereal no, in that bowl. No, Like just, that one chick who died, like eating, uh, she was eating out of a bathtub full of milk. She was eating cereal. Yes. She got to oh, President Obama. She interviewed President Obama, for yeah, God's sake. But that was Fruit Loops and milk. That was not snot. I am. Nobody's gonna. It's win. my snot, though. It's not like I'm eating somebody's. Uh, don't make Tony. Don't make me barf. Seriously, it's not that bad, actually. Oh God, I have some I honey bunches it. of oats. I can, I can hear it. Tony, put it away. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going to. I'm gonna I put that up on see, eBay. I can see it. I can deal. But if I have snot to, lube, oh, <laughs> snot God. puffs. Oh man! Uh, no, no. <laughs> I can, I can see and hear and participate in all sorts of things, but the idea of somebody now eating or drinking that is just going to go. Now, you know how great Amazon Prime is, right? Yes. And, I, and you can get anything on Amazon Prime, but now you're getting nasal, what do you call it, washes, nasal rinses right. live on Amazon Prime. Because, and people Twitch are saying, Prime. how do we get 
involved in the show because you're mentioning Amazon Prime all oh, the time. Oh, yes. Because Amazon Prime owns Twitch. Correct. And they have a special Fantastico deal that you get Twitch Prime for free if you are an Amazon Prime member already. Exactly. And when you are then, if you link your Amazon Prime account to Twitch and then you become a Twitch Prime member, then... But you have to be on Twitch first and then and then hit the subscribe button on our page. Yes. So you follow the page, you come in, you follow it, you watch it, and, and then a, you say, hey... I want to be a member, let me, subscriber. Let me, let me explain it because you're not quite there yet. Yes, I am. <laughs> There's a big red button that you click on, and that will allow you to link your Amazon Prime member account to your Twitch account, and then you become an Amazon Prime member. As soon as you are an Amazon Prime member, you can then request to subscribe to one channel per month for free exactly and why not have it be the bruno nation live exactly so it's not costing you anything if you use amazon prime and if you want to subscribe and don't have it it's 4.99 a month and you get content every day and three hours a day live monday through friday all kinds of other extra stuff when we go out and about we were out last night access to all the the um uh, archival situations you have access to everything when you are a prime member and that's whether you that it doesn't matter if you link it through your twitch prime account which is your amazon prime account or whether you purchase the four dollar 99 per month subscription. and that's what it's all about again it's this is what this is our job this is what we want to do and everything's on digital media now and we've been doing digital media for six years with the podcast and now luckily twitch came to us and said hey you know we know you do your stuff on all these different platforms but this is the platform that everybody. In and fact, you ain't getting bupka through them. Exactly, so. and it's not about becoming a millionaire doing this. But Twitch has become the site. In fact, there's a lot of people who I mentioned Twitch, and they know what it is right away. But then there's a lot of other people who don't. Right, and that's what people are turning now to get their content online anytime they want. It in is. fact, this show right now live. You have a phone. You're in your car. Mm-hmm. You don't have to watch the video. You can no. go to. You can choose the audio only option Correct. and hear the show live as you're driving around. Our good friend uh, Eric, our, our great uh, Eric Cohen, our buddy who's driving around uh, in uh, in, a, in an Uber. Uber all day. Yep, he's listening to the show live just like it would be on his radio. Yeah, Luigi. Dean was watching it on his TV last yesterday afternoon yeah. while he's held up with a broken leg or he, uh, a knee surgery. He he streamcast it to the TV exactly. So he could watch it on a big screen, so you can get this anywhere. And the question now is the uh, the situation with the with the with the the nose stuff. Yeah, people are giving us suggestions on what to do. I don't know. Now we can freeze it and save it. This is and then my... maybe save it for future generations because my DNA is in there now, right? Right. And it's all about DNA samples. Can I send that to Ancestry.com now? Yeah, as a matter of fact, you could because that's what they. That's do. better than the stupid swab where you put. That's all. That's like legit DNA in there. Or will all the treat will will they get confused when they put it under a microscope and see all the the poison oak, poison ivy, uh, all the cherry trees, and all these other things that are blossoming right now? Will that mess up my DNA because it has all these different uh, pollens in it? Briny Baird, the audio only version, I believe, is only available on the Twitch mobile app. So if you're listening to it on your phone, you can. There's a little slider at the top of the video. Slider. Yeah, I think. That's what somebody told me. I have not actually seen it yet. Um, maybe if if either Eric Cohen or somebody is Eric Cohen on right now, 
I, I don't think know. he is. Um, but if somebody is on the Twitch mobile app, if you can let um, Briny Baird know where the audio only is on the mobile and then app. Briny Baird is Pat from Indy. Right. Who, who you remember what Pat? What Pat from Indy, such a great fan over the years. You know what he did? Remember, he had a pair of pajama pants made. That's right. With my face all over. Yes. It. My logo all yes, over it. All over. That's it. That's a dedicated fan. You know what? We should see if we can sell those again because who doesn't want to sleep with Tony Bruno? Exactly. <laughs> And, and Pat, if you still have that picture, because he sent it to me years ago, and I'm sure I have it somewhere in one of my 18,000 folder files of pictures. Uh-huh. But Pat used to, Pat had this, and his wife thought he was nuts. Yes. Because he actually had a pair of pajama pants yeah. with Tony Bruno all over it. Yep. And so he posted it, and he sent it to me. I want to post it again if you still have a picture of it, or if you still have the pajamas, or if you still, you know, brought it over to the Goodyear, Goodwill store. Or handed it down to future generations. Or if they've just completely worn through. I mean, that could have happened That'd too. be a good look. Now, if you have, like, the, the knees are all yeah. ripped up. Because people pay big money. They pay more for, for jeans that are all ripped yes. up. Have you noticed that? It's like, why would you pay extra? Why don't you do it yourself? I get it. Because I, I, I actually like the look of the knees being a little bit split or something like that. But the one that I don't get is where the entire front of I the know. pants are gone. And you only have the backs and maybe one string across the knee. You know what I call that look? Stupid. Bums. That's a bum. Homeless people. Who are out on the streets who don't have anything? Ah, uh, here. Wear clothes like that. Thank you, Brandy. Eighty-five says there's a gear symbol in the upper right-hand corner on the Twitch mobile app. You drop down the menu and then you can choose audio only. Oh, she's thank a gearhead down you. there, yes, Brenda Marie, you. up here in Reading. A gear symbol. Is there a crankshaft on there? Jose Bronx four four four. What up, Twitch? What up, yo? What up? What up, Jose? What up? Beautiful. I wonder if this is our Jose, but he wouldn't he wouldn't go by Jose Bronx though. No, he's were. not in the Bronx, he's in Norristown. I know. He's the original Jose. I'm out on ripped jeans too. So David Price nine one three is saying not to bash Twitch, but it doesn't work on my fire tablet. Why not? The mobile app doesn't work on your it has fire to. tablet. If it, if it has internet access, it should work on any uh portable device. Phones, tablets, uh anything. I don't know. I don't know enough about the uh, the Fire tablets to know, but I would think that it would work, unless you can't download the Twitch app. I don't Maybe know. If you, you can to... download the Twitch app. You can get Twitch if you have a if you have an internet connected device that allows you to log on to the internet. I will do research and find out if it's a uh, if it's allowed on Fire Tab because maybe the processor on a Fire tablet just doesn't isn't compatible with the video. I don't know. I don't know. Damn right. Damn right. Meanwhile, what else is going on? We got updates too, Rod. Yes, we do. We got to do this one. Really? Now we got a cat fight going on down here. This it's ugly here. Okay, I I yelled at Riddle this morning already because he was being such a little prick. I said, "You are going to go stay with Uncle Luigi if you don't behave." I know he and uh, and Lily, the mom, who created thirteen beautiful baby. Uh, Ragdoll kittens. They have all gotten, of a sudden. It's ever been since, a messy divorce. It, it's not even a divorce. It's like it's like they're divorced, but still living in the same house. Yeah, well, they can't afford to. It's contentious. Know, house. <laughs> it's like a contentious divorce, but you can't leave one another, so because you have you to live in the same it. house. Yeah. But you can't afford to go get another crib somewhere. That's that's most of the people nowadays. They can't afford to divorce because they can't afford another house. They can't they can't afford all the. the I know most divorced people are still living together. That may be kids 
who don't have a job and they're in their thirties. There is a show on TV. I think I forget what it's called, but it, that's the whole premise that the the parents are getting a divorce, but they're still living together because they and then they take turns staying in the garage or staying in house. I haven't seen it, but I've seen previews. But that's but that, that's in normal world. In the normal world, that rarely happens. That's all that feel good stuff. But look, for example, our cats are a perfect example. You know, they they made babies together, thirteen of them, and now the dad and mom. And it's the dad who's really, they're both, they both have a little uh, attitude. Riddle is very loving. He wants to play and the other but cats don't want to play. But not to her. He goes after her. Yeah. And it's nasty. It's like, it's like domestic violence. Exactly. No, he's not. She's the Aqua Cat. Yeah. But she's had eight, James 13. James Dolan said that my aunt and uncle still live together for about 10 years until she died. That's good. If, yeah, if it's amicable, if, you're, if it's not an ugly thing. And you know why a lot of that stuff happens? Because of the financial ramifications of divorce. Yeah. You know, both people are, just decide they don't want to be married anymore. And Insurance one person doesn't issues. have a lot of money and the other, and they still live together and they share things and they just aren't married. Right. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with anything you choose to do other than just because like you, what our cats do well, is they go after each other all the time. Just because you don't can't stand to be around each other or don't want to be married anymore doesn't mean you don't love the person still. Exactly. Because, yeah, you know, I mean, I love my ex-husband still. He's the father of my kids. He's a great guy. We just couldn't be having a wife. Exactly. Neither can I. <laughs> but in the meantime, <laughs> as we're talking about people's health and all the important things, earlier today we talked about yes. the holiday season, the religious seasons. Now we're in Lent, Passover, Ramadan, all still ahead right. in this time of the year in all the different religions. Uh, but we have a situation now that's even more important. Thank you. Park Trash 28 is now following us. Park, is that trailer park trash? I don't know. I guess you can't fit the entire well, park trash is just short it's, for it's, trailer it's park trash. It's way easier just to say park trash, though. I agree. Now, we talk about pets all the time. Everybody loves their pets. So we, I post pet videos all the time. I prefer those over political tweets because everybody loves animals for the most part. So when I see great cat videos or dog videos or any animal, they're just, they, they make you smile. They make you happy, right? Most animal and most baby videos, kid videos make you smile. The one they're using on a commercial now for Google with the two kids. With uh-huh. the, remember the two little boys and they're in a bathtub and they were, they were putting like, they were not mud. It was like paint. They were putting paint all over each other. The two kids, they were brothers. Right. And they were actually, went viral. And now they use it on a Google commercial. It is the perfect With the two kids are sitting in a bathtub. And the dad says, who did this? Who did this? And they're both like completely covered with all different color paints. And the, the kid in the front looks and has this look in his eye. And he goes, with his finger, he goes, pointing at his brother. And then the brother covers his face with his hands. And the look on the kid's face and the way he gestures toward his brother being ratting out his brother by pointing to him is absolutely hilarious. It is. So and that's what I love. I love those kinds. I love those kinds of uh, videos of kids and animals. But then, you know, our animals are important to us. They're more important than many members of your family. Yeah. And then people say, you know, dogs, uh, when a dog licks your face, you're wondering, you know, is that clean? Is the dog right. dirty? But now we have research, Robin, which we is do. what this show is all about. Well, let me let me give you. Well, first lot, it's Dateline Zurich, Switzerland. Zurich, hello. Yes, I have seventy-two thousand bank accounts there where I hide all my money offshore. At the Hearst London Clinic near Zurich, Switzerland. So mm-hmm. it's in and around that. Is it area. a neutral site? Uh, 
Yes, it's Misha. So let me give you the background how we came to this point in the scientific research. Now, the scientific research is dogs? No, 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 no. Okay. So so the clinic in Zurich wanted to determine whether when they are evaluating humans – in an MRI scanner, and they use because oftentimes they they don't a lot of places don't have a lot of MRI scanners, so they share the MRI scanner with veterinarians, mm-hmm. and they wanted to know whether evaluating humans and dogs in the same MRI scanner would be hygienic. So that's how the study and the conclusion that they found came okay. from that. Really, like this was a necessity because there's so many places. MRI scanners are really expensive, so they wanted to know if they could share the MRI scanner between between the two. And so, what they did is they compared the bacterial load and colony forming units, otherwise known as CFU, of human. Another subscriber. I love this thing. Human pathogenic micro. Organisms in specimens taken from 18 bearded men and 30 furry dogs. All right, so figuring dudes with beards, which is uh, most of the population that we talked everybody. about this earlier. Uh, you know anybody? You, my son, my and ex, I've had my beard my forever. Dad. I mean, like it seems like everybody that I know, all the men. Yeah, your a, nephew down the street. No, everybody. It, it's to find a clean-shaven guy nowadays is pretty hard to do. And again, it's a it's a it's a trend. I've had it for a long time. And so I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy who just like jumps on board when everybody's growing no. a beard. I've had it forever. Right. And so a lot of people now, and you see it everywhere. Guys have big beards. They have you know closely cropped. Mm-hmm. Now before you know, like I go out like this before. I had a beard. It was like, oh, you need to shave. Yeah. You know when you have stubble. Now stubble is cool. Yep. Beards are cool. Yep. And so you got every a lot of men with beards right now. And the question now is, what's cleaner, bearded human beings? Or dogs. And a lot of people out there would immediately go, well, obviously dogs. I mean, look at all the things that they do. They're rolling around on the ground. They're eating poop. They're, you know, whatever it is that they, they're licking themselves. They you know lick- why dogs lick themselves, right? Because they can. You're damn right. <laughs> That's old. Uh, <laughs> but the researchers compared the extent of the bacterial contamination of an MRI scanner as well, used by both dogs and humans, and then two other MRI scanners that were used exclusively by humans to see. So they, they were comparing the, the dogs, the men with beards, and then the MRI scanners after they had been used so that they had, it was a double, what do they call it? I don't want to get too protocol. much technicality here, I'm, Rob. But we want to be scientific. Okay, this it's scientific, is, but I don't want to know double, breakdowns and molecules and all this other crap. I'm just saying, this was a double protocol scientific research. And they, they found out um, that the microbial counts of all the bearded bros was higher than the dog's. So compared, so now is it decided because you? I look at when I see beards, <clears throat> like I see all these baseball athletes now, pitchers with these b- gigantic beards, and you're thinking, man, and they don't even trim it. Like I see guys who eat, and their mustache covers their lip, so that there's nothing they they eat that doesn't get into their mustache or beard. When your beard's that big, it's going all over the place. Yeah, well, and then there's a, and the, here's the thing that a lot of a lot of men do not realize that 
they need to wash their beard with soap and water every single day. They don't, of course, you know, because they think that it's just you know, like if you're washing your face, you're washing your hands. You need to wash that. Even- the first thing I do every morning before anything, even pee, is wash my face and beard. It's like I, I feel dirty. I, I well, have to wash it or I don't wake up. So get this though, they in out of the how many men did they do it to again? <laughs> eighteen out of the eighteen men that they studied. Seven of the men had so much beard bacteria that they were risk at risk of getting sick themselves. What up, dude? And the and then they the scanners, the MRI scanners, the ones that were jointly used by dogs and humans, yep. had scientifically lower lower bacteria counts than the scanners that were used only by humans. Wow! I have a reaction from one of our. Uh, Favorite Don't women go followers. There Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Nice you want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. You're damn right. I ain't for no games. That's now. why I will not make out with a guy with a beard. Sorry. <laughs> or a woman with a beard. I, I think I need to change my standards, apparently. <laughs> but uh, E-Fluck, now- e- or F-Luck, who's one of our new subscribers, says, Bruno clears his nose and now he gets angry. Oh. I'm not angry. You won't like me if I'm angry. No. But I like this, this, this entire story ends with um, somebody that, named Keith Flett, who is the founder of the Pro Hirstute Beard Liberation Front. Who knew that they had They're a radicals, whole, yeah. Yeah. I saw them marching with those pussy hats on, and then they had those black masks. Is that the same group? He says that there seems to be a constant stream of negative stories about beards that suggest it's more about pogonophobia. Did what? You know- Pogonophobia is apparently a phobia of beards. Pogo? Pogo? I thought that was a cartoon strip from back in the day. Remember Pogo? Yes. Well, no, it was a, it was Pogo. Wasn't he a little? It was a, a, a computer game, wasn't it? No, it was a cartoon strip, I believe. I don't know, but anyway, Pogonophobia. Who knew? Pogonophobia. Pogo. P o g o n o. P o. And that's the fear of beards. Fear of beards. Pogonophobia. Well, you remember when the Giants won those World Series yeah. back in the day? And the, the, who was the big relief pitcher who had that gigantic black beard? It looked like he dyed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, uh, that, and, and it was became Fear the Beard. Fear the Beard. And they had the T-shirts with yes. the Fear the Beard. Now Which I can't think of the brilliant. dude's name, but he was a Giants pitcher, and he had a gigantic Ken, Ken black... Ken from Oakland, I don't know if he's... Yeah, everybody. Now, I should know this, but my brain is dead. I blew out my brains when I did the sinus wash, too. I think, I think we saw some brain... Brian Wilson, up. that's right. Yes, Brian Wilson. Not Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, who's also brain dead. Brian Wilson of the Giants. And his beard, not only was it big, but he dyed it black. So it was like pitch yeah. black. And obviously it had a big effect. He was a great pitcher, by the way. Brian Wilson. Jose Bronx 444. He says, I'm back, guys. Is that the Jose? I no, don't that's, know. No, that that's can't not Jose. be. Why would Jose go by Bronx? Uh, he wouldn't. He's not a Bronx kind of yeah. guy. He's not even a Yankee fan. I know. So anyway, but you have you actually have a follow up about dogs, right? Yes, I do. And you, you know when I hear and again, those stories, this was, this was from when you lived in Cincinnati for a brief, brief period of time for this story. Yes, because I, I think about animals and I see people who lose pets, and it's sad. You know, people can shave off their beards, but when you lose, and that you can grow it back. When you lose an animal, it's very, very emotional. And I remember going back to 1985, Robin. I remember when I lost my my dog. Yeah, Snuggles. And I was so moved by it that I wrote a letter to one of my you favorite. Did? D- yes, because I, you know, I love radio. Wow. One of my favorite DJs was on doing American Top Forty, and I sent a letter to good old Casey Kasem. I think we have the tape. 
we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This a god, last goddamn time, I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. <sighs> I'm still happy that Casey at least read my dead dog dedication. Yes. Let's give him a roar now. That actually happened. That is really Casey Kasem, a man who used to work in the studio right next to mine when I was at Fox Sports Radio, and he was recording American Top 40 in his little booth. Booth. Bringing in his, like, he had these smelly yeah. fish things. That he I, never, stick in the, I never got to meet him. That he was sticking the yeah. microwave for lunch. He'd bring in his own food, and it was fish. And, it, you know, anybody puts fish in a microwave. Yeah. It's nasty. And I would watch Casey eat his fish. And now, I would James- always wonder whether or not. It was a dead dog he was eating. Oh. No, I'm kidding. He's not. He's not. James Dolan is like, now I like him even more. Oh, yeah. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not. That's, uh, no. A lot of people have heard that because it's all over the place. But I remember when I first heard that. In fact, Rick Dees, the disc jockey in uh-huh. L.A., the legendary yes. guy. Loved who did, him. He did uh, Disco Duck. Yep. Remember, that was a popular song. But Rick Dees was a friend, too, and I worked in the same building with him. And uh, and he he was a legend. So he would actually do bits with the Casey Kasem stuff. The one clip that he would always play is ponderous, fucking ponderous, man. We got to pull that out because obviously there's a lot of profanity, and you really can't play that unedited on a regular radio station right. over the air. But we can play it here on on this show because we don't have the encumbrances of the FCC. So why do you think Tony wants to be on Twitch? Exactly. It's not because I want to hear bad words. It's because it's always funnier when you hear the actual content as opposed to it being beeped out, right? Correct. Is that not better when it's when you hear Casey Kasem all natural saying what he really said? Like the other night when the when the Sixers won and Jimmy Butler was asked about Brett Brown going crazy at halftime uh-huh. and being pissed off at people. Right. And he said, I like that shit. I love that shit, he said, when, when, when somebody gets emotional and goes off. But when you, when you print it or you play the actual cut of him saying it, you got to beep out the word shit. Because you're not allowed to say that on radio. Exactly. I get it. But to me, I like hearing bad words. <laughs> Don't you like bad words? I, if, they're, if they're organic. Yes. If they're, you know, it, like when comedians do bits where every other word's the F word. Yeah, then it just it's, it's, It loses its yeah. effect. But when Casey Kasem did not plan to do no. that. Because something went terribly wrong while he was reading a dead dog dedication. Coming was- out of an up-tempo number, Robin, remember? Mm-hmm. And, and his... Uh, 
booth crew, his his staff, his producers, yeah, producer not, did the same thing that your producers did. They saved the they tape. They saved the tape. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how Bruno from you know the Bruno story from the uh, the what you call it studios came into effect, and many 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 other tapes like that. Exactly. So that's 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 the advantage of doing this. It's not because we want to play bad words. It's because when you have something where somebody naturally goes off, it's funnier. Especially people you don't think that you will ever hear say that. Like when you heard Casey Kasem, and he was a great guy and an amazing voice of Scooby-Doo. He did a lot yeah. of voices, and he was one of the iconic. The American Top 40 is one of the most iconic radio shows. It's still on the air. I think Ryan Seacrest took over after Casey died. Right. But it's like a legendary show on radio. Casey Kasem is an icon. You know, and I was fortunate to know him and meet him and, and spend some time with him every day. Dead Dog Dedication would be a good uh, band name. Oh, I'm it? sure it is. Probably. It, they're pro- I think they're opening up this weekend at the TLA for uh, Motley Screws. Or Motley Jews, I think, are appearing this weekend before Passover comes. Because, you know, you got to have stupid names now. Absolutely. But anyway, there's your Casey Kasem update. Tony and people Snot are saying, Bowl would be a good Tony Snotball, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, uh, that's what the appetizers tonight. <laughs> At one of these local food trucks in the uh, neighborhood. <laughs> we could make can shots just, out of that. Can't you just put it down the drain? Just no, I want to see what happens. I want to see science at work. Because I did, in case you're just joining us, I did do a sinus wrench on the air. Yes, you did. And, and, I, and Dean in Clearwater, our good friend, he pointed it out that it needed to be done. And I was going to do it yesterday. I've been saying for the last week, I got to do a sinus wrench. Dean says you need to do it three times a day. Maybe you should do it every day on Tony, the show. Put it away. Put it away. Put it away. Put now. I do see some floating, like uh, ah! pollen type stuff. I don't mean gross stuff. It's just basically water, distilled water, some salty revenue residue. There's not much revenue in here, I don't think, unless I can sell this. Maybe I take it to Japan and sell it in a vending machine. Somebody would buy. Oh God, I'm so gonna barf now. It's not that gross, Robin. Really. Yeah. Hmm. It's when it's, I, I see it. worse stuff floating in the streets after it rains than this. This is from me. Okay, this, this is my organic material, Robin. Whoever you are, Earthluck07, let me tell you, you are wanting really grody things. Yeah, this is like a bizarro request. Let's do something. This is like calling a, This is like if the, uh, the guys from uh, Jackass were on. Yeah, and we've interviewed them, me, and I've had them on. And you ask them to do something stupid. Oh, and they will. And they go ahead and do it. But He's asking the things right like, put it in Robin's coffee and it'll go viral. Let me tell you right now, none of that crap is going to happen. I will never do anything stupid just for a dare. Even for money? Um, For money, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone wanted, to, someone wanted to send me money. Not cash, but bitcoins, cryptocurrency, uh bits into our tip jar here on our Twitch page. Yeah. I would I would drink that. Oh god. I would drink I that if that like... gave someone enough personal joy. Because what's it going to do? A million. A million a, bits. A million bits? A million bits. And that's only what? $10,000? No, a million. Yes. Is it only 10? Yes, it's a, okay. a, a bit is a penny. Bit. So 10,000. Yeah, you know, 10,000, 10,000 not bad. Exactly. But it'll be worth 10,000. As people are saying, Robin Dean writes, Robin, you clean worse stuff off your sheets. <laughs> Where did this show go? I don't know. What the freaking happened, man? That's right. This, this, my, my DNA from my sinus wash 
is cleaner than most bodies of water. The Schuylkill River, the Delaware River, streams that claim to be pure water from the mountain hill, uh-huh. from the highlands of the, of the Rocky Mountains. I guarantee you there's less bacteria in that than there is in drinking water supplies all over America and all over the world, and certainly in third world countries. Okay, can we can we be done with the the snot talk now? Yes, not the snot session is over, and the dead dog dedication. When I heard Robin had that story about dogs versus beards, the first thing I thought of was Casey Kasem. Yes, so was. I figured let's work out a way where you do the story, and then I can incorporate. The greatness that is Casey Kasem. It's a beautiful thing. I love that thing. Now, I, I don't have a Florida story this week. No, but we had the, but the, we the do, dead dog dedication, yes. I think, made up for it. I do have uh, a PSA for all of our Catholic friends, though, going into Lent. This is a public service announcement? Yeah, but do you want to do that now, or do you want to save that? To no, let's save that. Right? Okay. Can I pour it into an empty water bottle and leave it for Luigi? You know, one of the squeeze bottles? He'll never know, right? Well, <laughs> this, the, anybody that's ever been to a party... And has gotten drunk and isn't really paying attention. And back in the day when everybody used to smoke and then they would put their cigarettes inside beer cans. Yes. And you thought it was yours. Yeah, but those weren't pranks. Those were accidents. Now people do it as pranks. You know, how many videos have we seen of of fast food workers pissed off going in the back and doing stuff to a sandwich? Yeah, and not only that. No, I mean, doing nasty stuff. yeah. And then selling it. Luckily, there's there's surveillance cameras now, and these yes. assholes get caught. But you know that happens a lot. Oh yeah. You know you got a customer that's a jerk, and you're pissed off, and you go in the back and you say, "Screw that guy, I'm going to do something to a sandwich." It's so rude. It is. It's 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 first of all, it's unsanitary. Yes. And it's dangerous. But that's how people do stuff nowadays. I at least was I was totally transparent with this attempt. <laughs> There was no, there was Tell no switching. There was no switching in the back. We were supposed to stop talking about there was this. No, leave like, it in the fake, there was no camera footage. This wasn't. Away. This wasn't highly edited. This wasn't doctored. This was natural. Yes. People want transparency, and when I look, the more I look at this, Tony, I swear. The to more I realize, that's pretty damn transparent, Robin. You can see it. Do I have? A, do we have a microscope? I remember when I was a kid, you used to get the slide in the microscope and put it under. Yes. And you can see. With it. I'm going to save this and go buy a microscope after the show. I want to see how many living organisms are in there. I want to see if that if I put this in a pot, because I'm, I'm planting a lot of seeds now, all my herbs and stuff for the summer. I got all my garden stuff. Uh-huh. wonder if this, the organic material in here, if I use this to feed my plants, like my cilantro or my or well, basil you, or if parsley you, the, if you or put chives. Any organic matter will help plants grow, right? Yes. Like we have a system in our backyard where we're using our, our, our koi pond uh-huh. The filter system goes through a pipe, through a filter, and then back into the tank. But then the water that runs through the tube, it's, it's, an, it's a, a four-inch PVC tube that has holes cut in it. I put my plants in there. So the plants, this is aquaponics, the plants feed off of the material, the excretions of the fish. That's what, that's what actually feeds the, the plant. And you don't even need to feed plants when you buy herbs and stuff. But if you have water running underneath it, instead of soil in there, it will actually feed. Brendy85 says, please throw it out, Robin. I agree with her. All right, I'm going to throw it out. But it's not gross. If this was gross, I wouldn't wouldn't leave it here. It's like a science experiment. I feel like Mr. Wizard. You know what I need in here now? We need to put in this studio down here in the wine cellar. 
a Bunsen burner. You know, they have like. Yeah, that's Bunsen. what we really need down here. We need here. a Bunsen burner and we need like those tubes and stuff. Yes. Test tubes. Uh huh. And then those flasks that have like the different, different colors. colored water in it. And you turn it on and yeah. then you put something in it and it blows up and shit. We need to start doing that science yeah, experiments on the air. I'm sure. Not, not explosive stuff, but just stuff like when you put a drop of something in and all the foam comes out. Have you, you've seen these chemical reactions, oh, I right? I have, absolutely. People love that I shit. I think that's a, just a fantastic idea and so safe to do in our basement. Exactly. I could grow a snot tree, as Brenda Marie says. A snot tree. Because there's all kinds of material from all of these tree pollen. That calls comes down. Why do you think forests grow? How do you think forests grow? You know how well, forests let me tell grow? You, the trees that they I, Why? Why in the world would a city, there's like four trees that are legally you're allowed to plant in front of your home here right. in, in. Well, you're only allowed one. We have one in front of yeah, our home. Yeah, but you can choose. I believe it's four different types of trees that you can choose from. Because the, the, some of the trees that people used to right. plant have massive root systems. So as they get bigger, right. it pushes up the sidewalks and breaks the concrete right. and becomes a, a, a safety matter for people tripping over your sidewalk. But why in the world? Would one of those four trees be the stupid uh, white flower jizz trees that smell awful? Because this smell- way the mayor can tax the jizz here in Philadelphia. They smell. I mean, if anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, but anybody that lives here in Philly. It's not just here. These, these trees aren't indigenous I to know, Philadelphia. But if you live in Philly, you know they're everywhere and they smell like. 